Hey y'all, it's Wyatt. Just in case you didn't catch last episode or need a reminder, in two days on March 4th, I'm going to be taking part in a 72-hour charity live stream to raise money for Black and Pink, and we'll be streaming Crescent Moon from 9pm to 1am PST. You can find us on Twitch and Twitter at RollPlusBond. The word plus, not the symbol. Come check us out. Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are vvim or it-its, and you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ash, man. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use he, him pronouns, and you can follow me on Twitter at Topple Thrones. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. We're recording today we this episode on. About... Ah, hold on oh. a second. Before we get to the episodes, today. Okay, okay. You know, this is going to be belated for our listeners, but today is Valentine's Day, so happy anniversary to D- Destiel on Twitter. Um, <laughs> they've been married for a whole year. A whole year, guys. They're in love. They are. Wyatt doesn't even I can't wait for Wyatt to like watch season five and be like, hold up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was actually thinking today, like on my way home, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait for Wyatt to live blog for one. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Really it's good. like we're, this is the finale, everybody. You know this. You can yeah. see the episode numbers. But I feel like ne- the next two episodes are gonna have the real finale energy. Uh-huh. Even They're though the most it's like the start episodes. of something, like I I feel like what what we've really been waiting to hit is coming next week. Mm-hmm. It sure the, is the most important episodes in the whole show. Yeah. I don't even remember what four two is about. I don't care. I'm all about four one. And you all are gonna have to uh, wait. Four two has a very important take our, scene. Our, actually, our, our, our break. Which very important scene? It's the kitchen sink. The kitchen sink. Wait. <laughs> Which I'm gonna, I'm not gonna elaborate. You'll see. Send me the line. Uh, I hope, I hope all no. of you who I are like me. Of, there's a lot of scenes between Dean and Cass in in Bobby's kitchen, okay? And are watching the show along yeah, with us. Are as baffled as I am every single time Ash and Emma do this. <laughs> That's what we're here for. We provide a vital service. Uh-huh. So today, I can't wait talking... for Wyatt to be like this, like totally emotionally detached. People were shipping this in in two thousand and eight. Hello. Oh man. I can't. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, okay. Man. I don't okay. think anybody was shipping Destiel in two thousand eight. Today, today we are talking about episodes fifteen. Time is on my side, and episode sixteen. Uh, I didn't write the no title down for, for the that wicked. one. No rest for the no wicked. rest for the wicked. Uh, content warnings for these episodes will include. A lot of fucked up doctor stuff. That's what I uh-huh. know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Content warnings for this episode include medical abuse, kidnapping, gore, both visual and audible, torture, anti-blackness, organ theft, insects, eye horror, ableism, implied child abuse and childhood sexual abuse, hallucinations, death by an animal, animal death, possession and identity theft, death of family, mauling by dogs, gore, anti-sex work sentiment, and some weirdness... Uh, with regards to Lilith as a child, um, 
some kind of creepy connotations there. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Okay, let's 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 get into this shit, everybody. Yeah, let's fucking uh, go. Episodes 15, Time is on My Side, written by Sarah Gamble. Um, Sarah Gamble, are you, did a doctor do something to you? <laughs> like, what's, what's up? <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, so we open on some guys walking out of a fancy, uh, I wrote spy in racket club. That is not the case. A spa in racket club. That would be cooler. I feel like spies hang out at racket clubs in like. Okay, moving on. Uh, one of them gets shoved into a trunk of his own car by a spooky silhouette. Uh, we cut to him staggering into a doctor's office, post some kind of horrible thing being done to him, holding his shirt closed, barefoot, asking for help. The nurse comes over to see what's wrong, opens his shirt, and there's like a horrible wet sound, and everyone screams, cut. Uh, we immediately switch to the boys torturing a demon. Great. Uh, Dean wants to know who holds his contract. As we all know, torture doesn't work, but they exercise him anyway, and the body dies. Uh, later, they talk about the guy in the cold open. Apparently, his liver was missing, and he died. And he had fingerprints on him from a guy who died in the 80s. Um, oh, I just got that. Moving on. Uh, they talk to a cool doctor who hates cops and learn that the man's liver was surgically removed. Someone stole it. Uh, they then talk to another guy in the hospital who had his kidney stolen. It's rough for him. He's not having a good day. Uh, Sam does research later and finds that the person doing the organ theft is using old-fashioned techniques like silk, suture, silk sutures and uh, maggots. Sorry for people who, are, uh, who don't like that, uh, like me. John apparently once mm -hmm. hunted a immortal doctor who kept replacing parts of himself to stay alive. Uh, he ripped his heart out, but I guess it didn't kill him. I have questions about this doctor, but I guess it doesn't matter. Alex, Alex, we were walking to the grocery store yesterday, and Alex was like, okay, so how does this work? And I was like, yeah. I will be sure to bring up your notes in the recording. <laughs> so you're um, not alone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so for some reason that didn't kill him, even though he needs to replace parts of himself, I, it's, it's fine. Uh, we cut to a guy jogging and we all know where this is going. He gets nabbed and we see our spooky doctor do some surgery on him and steal his heart. Uh, the boys get a call from the plot via Bobby. He has word that Belle is in Vermont. Dean wants to go after her. Sam wants to finish the case. Sam thinks immortality can save Dean and wants to get the secret from the evil doctor. Dean thinks this is cheating. He wants the cult so he can shoot the demon who holds his contract. Sam thinks his plan will work. Dean thinks his plan will work, so they split up. In Vermont, Dean goes to talk to Bobby's old hunter friend, Rufus, who is very cool, uh, who gave Rufus! him word about Bella. Rufus He's very cantankerous, but Dean offers him some extremely expensive scotch, and he immediately turns around on him and invites Dean in, and they have scotch together. Uh, they have a conversation about the hunting life that we'll talk about. Uh, Rufus is very sad. Um, they talk about how to get to Bella. She burned off her fingerprints, but apparently you can do an earprint identification, which Rufus did and got a bunch of info on her. I don't think that's how earprints work. We'll talk about that. Um, meanwhile, Sam investigates one of the evil doctor's cabins and finds a spooky book that he steals, uh, and also that jogger from earlier in the basement who is dead, as well as a woman who is alive. Uh, Sam rescues her, getting her to his rented car, is attacked by the doctor, but runs him over and gets away. I don't think we see the woman again after that, but presumably she's fine. Um, meanwhile, Dean's broken into Bella's hotel room and ambushes her looking for the cult. She says she doesn't have it, but he doesn't believe her and hunts through all her stuff. It's gone, though. Dean threatens to kill her. She says he's not a killer, and then he starts being like, yeah, but you are. Uh, so we get Bella's backstory here. When she was 14, she killed her parents and made it look like an accident, inheriting millions from their fortune, which is a fucked up thing to do. 
Um, Dean looks like he's about to kill her, but leaves in disgust. However, she stole the receipt for their hotel room from him um, and calls someone to tell them where the boys are. Meanwhile, Dean calls Sam, says that says that his plan didn't work, which he's sad about, but Sam found the eternal life formula in that spooky book. It's not black magic, it's just science, which, again, I have a billion questions about this, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. Moving on, in the middle of talking to Dean, Sam gets nabbed by the spooky doctor. Sam wakes up on the operating table to the doctor monologuing to him. He's going to take Sam's eyes. It's rough, uh, but Dean shows up just in the nick of time to shoot the doctor, who is unfazed. They fight. Dean stabs him with a poison knife, which knocks him out, and they tie him up. The doctor offers to read the formula for them in exchange for them not cutting him up into little pieces or something. Uh, it's actually worse than that, what they do. Uh, Dean doesn't want to be like the doc. He says the doc is a monster. He doesn't want to become one. So he knocks out the doctor, puts him in a chained up refrigerator, and they bury him in the ground. Yikes. Uh, in the denouement, we see Bella break into the boys' room and shoot two bodies lying in the beds, but they're both uh, blow-up dolls. Uh, then Dean calls her. He knew that she'd swiped the receipt. Apparently, she made a deal with the devil when she was a kid. She had 10 years. She stole the cult and offered it for her soul. They altered the deal on her. Uh, they wanted her to kill Sam. She begs for help, and we learn that Lilith is the one who has both her and Dean's contract. We end on Hellhounds baying for Bella's soul. Rest in peace to a fun character. Who I feel like was kind of yeah. done dirty in this episode. but So dirty. <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeehaw. Okay. Mm -hmm. My first note in this episode is douchebags. Um, they yeah, these these guys there's like a cool opening shot. It's like sideways. I don't know what they were going for, but it yeah, sure is sideways. It's, they've done this shot before. They did it um in the episode where if you remember the guy whose head got cut off by his window, um I, I remember the oh, shot very oh, clearly. I don't remember the uh, season nightmare. one, I think. Nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. Um, Diseases I, of the brain. <laughs> uh, they before in the scene where that's happening, they open that scene with a sideways shot that they slowly shift to ninety degrees. It's like the most extreme version director. of a Dutch angle. Yeah. This is Charles Beeson, who started with Playthings and Roadkill, and in this episode, this season did Sin City and Time is on My Side. So he didn't even do Nightmare. Yeah. Well, it's not a technique I've seen very often. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it That's did it did stick it. out to me. Yeah, um, yeah, it's neat. Um, but then these guys immediately start making like boob job jokes. They do. Yeah, they're yeah. The guys, uh, the guy who gets grabbed is, I guess, a plastic surgeon. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, this is the implication. I do like now. the detail. I do like the detail that they're like wealthy upper middle class people who have time to go to like a spa and racket club which probably means that their bodies are fairly like in shape and like mm -hmm. well nourished and healthy it makes sense that that's the kind of people that the doctor's targeting yeah gotta get those good good organs the good yeah the good shit those tasty healthy middle class white men <laughs> upper middle class yeah the white meat <laughs> i think they make another white meat joke in this one yeah yeah, Dean makes an other uh. other white meat joke. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I understand that one, but I think I can't remember which meat it is now, but something is called like the other white meat. Um like some specific kind of animal. I just don't recall what it is, so I don't want to like say one and be wrong. Um it's a it's a reference to um it's 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 a reference to a movie where someone talks about eating a baby, I think. Pork, the other white meat, was an advertising slogan okay, pork, developed. Pork, the other white meat. I was thinking uh, pork. Ah, okay. 
for in 1987 for the National Pork Board. <laughs> oh, it's from it's a the it's Austin Powers. The the thing I was referencing is Baby, the other white meat. That's from Austin Powers. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yep. I yep. Yeah, I remember okay. now. Anyway, anyway. Dean is so lame. I love him. Anyway, so then this guy gets nabbed, right? Um, and my next note is that when he shows up at the hospital, uh, there's like you. I mean, why I mentioned already this like horrible splat noise. Um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a good sound effect. It kind of sounds like. I mean, gore warning for what I'm about to say, but it sounds like his organs all just spilled out of him. Yeah, all his all his intestines just flopped out. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. And I love how this nurse is so like nonchalant. Like he's clearly holding his guts in. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing I haven't seen. (laughs) Yeah. Hasn't seen that before. Generally people don't get their guts cut open in, in our present day. Not a lot of sword fights happening. Still, like, I just think if someone's clearly holding a wound closed, you shouldn't, yeah. like, have yeah, them move good, their hands. Yeah, not a good move on her part. Yeah, 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 that's true. Although it did give us the sloppy, wet gut noise, so. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, speaking of gross, next up we have Sam and Dean torturing a demon played by a black man. Yep. Yeah. Sarah Gamble sure continues to... Yeah. Be not good about race. I mean, I guess playing the most devil's advocate, she probably didn't cast this actor. Probably. Like, I don't know if they would have specified, just based on my knowledge of, like, how you, like, write scripts, especially with minor characters, you don't generally, like, describe them in great detail, so there's, like, a wide range of actors that can be casted. Generally, you just give, like, an age range, and, like, whether they're a man or a woman, but not even that. I say that specifically mostly because there's very few non-binary characters in it shows. Mm-hmm. And generally yeah, that would be so, specified. So they are they are using torture again, which we've already discussed yes. to death. Um, don't torture. It doesn't work and it's evil. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the demon makes a couple sex jokes. Literally makes a your mom joke. It's... I hate this show. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. they kill this demon while they exercise the demon, which kills the vessel, is what I mean. Yeah. I mean, the vessel, I guess the vessel was already dead. Yeah. They do, uh, like, Dean a little says, hand wavy. Yeah, they, they, like, they very they really carefully like make sure that, like, the demon is yeah. the one who killed this human being. So Dean says, looks like these di- demons ride them hard just for kicks. So it is not, but quote unquote, not Sam and Dean who killed this black man. It is the demon who did that. But it sure but is. But then yeah. in the next episode, Something, they literally uh, like yeah, yeah. stab a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And whenever a exorcism victim doesn't survive a black person's ritual, exorcism ritual, that's you know evil coding. But when Sam and Dean do it, it's like, oh well, demons are evil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad look, supernatural. This so um just a just a it's interesting. This um a demon is played by uh, Adrian Holmes. Who has been in like a billion things. It's like an interesting, not even necessarily a cameo. He's just been like over a hundred TV shows. Wow. That's a lot of things. That was a bigger wow. number than I was expecting. He's Dylan um, in Bratz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just scrolling up and down his IMDb page. He's um, Black Wolf in Wolverine vs. Sabretooth. He does deliver one line that makes me very sad during this scene. 
Um, he says that when he gets back to hell, he and a few pals are all dying for a nice little meet and greet with Dean. Which is yeah, mm-hmm. it's so a good bad, threat. It's like I I yeah. do like how little of a shit he gives. He's like, yeah, man, torture doesn't work. I don't like hell. I'm I'm a demon. I'm from hell. We are the experts of torture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of four sixteen. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta Google some shit. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I don't even remember what happens in that episode. I just recognize it by name as the episode. Yeah. My next note is that Dean uh, reads about strippers in the paper. Yeah. It's just a cheap joke. Moving on. Um, it's just then... it's just a Dean. It's, you know, Dean. That's the thing that people would pay attention to. Yeah. Then Dean and Sam have a little argument about, like, whether or not they should do a regular Monster of the Week hunt when they're a few weeks out from going to die. Um, mm-hmm. And and Sam's like, hey, I thought you'd want to do this. And Dean's like, no, no, of course, I, obviously I want to hunt some zombies. <laughs> obviously he wants to hunt some zombies, Sam. Dean <laughs> loves zombies. <laughs> he does. Like, zombies, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Then there's the the coroner who asks to see their badges, and so they flash their badges. I love this. He goes, Fine, so you're cops and morons. And he goes, Excuse me, we're very smart. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. And hell yeah, cops and morons. You just said the same thing twice. (laughs) So true. What's the. There's like a thing he says when they leave that I thought was really funny. He like realizes that they haven't read his coroner's report. Um, and he goes, and Dean like tries to bluff through it. Oh. The coroner goes, "You done?" And Dean says, "I think so." And he says, "Please go away." And they go, okay, "Yeah." He sure. says, "Please go away." It's great, which is good. It's a fun little. Bit There's a lot of moment. like really, really bitchy. Uh... Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this patient, yeah. <laughs> like up next, he's like, "Hey, man, I just got my kidney stolen. I'm tired." No, he's such. Yeah. He... It's valid. This guy had just a bad had day. the worst day in his life. Yeah. He woke up in a hotel room in a bathtub full of ice. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh. Yeah. Dean's like, do you remember anything? And he goes, let me think about it. Yeah, one thing is coming back to me. You know what I remember? Getting my kidney cut out of my body. <laughs> it's really Poor guy. He's so, like... And they're like, do you remember anything about your attacker? And he's like, will it get, my... will it get me my kidney back? <laughs> yeah. Um... This episode just made me anxious thinking about the history of medicine and being so glad I live in the 21st century. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam starts explaining like, the, maggots. Old, the old um, systems, and he says it was really problematic, which <laughs> was really funny. <laughs> Hashtag cancel. Hashtag all, all, all doctors prior to the 20th century canceled. It was really problematic. Um. Dean said ganked again here. It's funny. Um, mm-hmm. There's lots of maggot stuff. If you don't watch this episode, if you don't like horrible bug shit and doctor Gore. trauma, it's like, yeah. this is what, this is a rough one, everybody. Yeah. Oh, Sam says, yeah. get this in the scene. Check that off the bingo card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sam's like deliberately trying to gross Dean out while he's eating siblings. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. he goes, ah, I can't stay mad at you to his burger and just keeps eating it. Um, it's, so... it's funny. The uh, the thing I referenced in the opening is like, ah, hand, fingerprints of 20 years ago. He replaced his hands 20 years ago. That makes sense. I was like, the doctor's older than 20. Like, he he he's he's from a long time ago. But uh, oh. do we want to talk about this fucking doctor now? 
Yeah, this is where I think Sam says. This is where yeah, they Sam learn. says that he must have just like plugged in a new heart. Like, yeah. how? How? So I guess, fine. I can accept that, you know, even if the body parts stop working, he can't die. So he would just be like conscious in a dead yeah, body. Yeah, but you. But yeah, that's you need why he keeps replacing it like... so that he could move around. But if his body is dead because the heart yeah, you is can't dead, move how body. is he moving to put in a new heart? Does he yeah. have like a lab assistant? Like... This that that would have been the really easy solution is make two doctors who are constantly putting each other back together. That'd that be really fun. Make. Then there could be like uh, like uh, some homoerotic subtext the there. Same, yeah, why right, it's the same <laughs> dynamic as uh, General Grievous and his bitchy gay <laughs> yes, doctor yes. droid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Star Wars fans. Shout out to that doctor droid about gay people. She should have done that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. This is a joke. She should not be weird about gay people. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, there's a, there's a, there's some like, I have no mouth and I must scream like stuff going on with this doctor of like, yeah, I guess just like senescence has been removed by science, which again, it's, it's fucked up that the show is just going to introduce the like, yeah, immortality is scientifically possible. Here's a doctor that figured it out. This has wide ranging implications for all of humanity. And they're a like a, situation. A is, oh, this, this will help me solve my particular problem and keep my brother alive for a little bit longer. Like that's, I forgot what B is because I'm so baffled by this. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I know you're focused on this, Sam, but what you could give this to like, I don't know. I guess pharmaceutical companies are evil and would do evil things with this. But like you could you could upload this to the anarchist library. You could do something it with the, it. Like the this free is library in Minecraft. Like I know this. Yeah. Yeah. Shout outs to the free library of Minecraft. Um, Uncensored library is I think the name. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> completely lost my train of thought. They, like, I know this doctor is evil, and, like, replacing your organ, like, that's not a... Uh, I... If... You know what? I think... If I don't know what the technology is, was like at the time the of this episode being written, but I feel like by right. now we can grow, like, lab-created yes. organs. Stem cell research was happening organs. in 2008. Yeah, it's like he this. He just like this... happened to decide to steal it from like pre-used organs. <laughs> yeah, but there's organ donation and transplant and um, lab-grown and like prosthetics. He did not have to be killing people if we had this technology. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, again, none of this makes any sense because he can still move when his heart is missing, which means like, what's the like? It it it. There is no, despite the fact that it's apparently science, there is no scientific, like, way this works. Um, but, like, I guess, theoretically, the thing that's immortal is his brain? But, all, but like, then they could just shoot him in the head and he'd be gone. Like, I... It's weird because it's, like... It works on Wally principles. Like, you can replace his brain chip and it's fine. He carries his uh-huh. memories with his soul. He's, Yeah, um, no, that's exactly... Like, it's weird that they're, like, this is a scientific in that way. thing... But also, like, what of a human is the human? Is it yeah. the brain? Is it the yeah. whole thing? Is it the soul? Like, you can't... Like, they haven't even touched the whole soul thing yet, really. And so putting, like... It's just... It's it's so... Once you, like, actually look at it and think about it, you're like, this doesn't make a fucking lick of it's sense absurd. that they said it was scientific. Yeah. Like... <laughs> 
like I know that the whole idea of alchemy is you know supposed it's science. to be yeah yeah supposed to be scientific but I've seen Full Metal Alchemist you guys <laughs> it's not it's not always science it's fucked up <laughs> well okay Supernatural has acknowledged the canonical existence of the soul in some way because you can make demon yeah. to trade your soul yeah it's true um I wonder if it resides in the pineal gland that's for all that's for all you fucking uh who is that descartes <laughs> for all you descartes fans out there <laughs> <laughs> you're such a weirdo here i am making doctor who and star wars references and you're like philosophy it's just a thing yeah yeah it was descartes i just i just i just love that like people in the renaissance were like yeah this is we found where the soul is it's in the pineal gland hold on what's a pineal gland it's a it's the thing it's the thing that connects your brain to your spine i think um, okay. There's like um, a little 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 wire that goes down. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. that's not true. It's connected to that, but it's just like a little lad. It's just a little little it's little little, little ball. People don't really know what it does. It regulates hormones, probably. Actually, uh, the soul is stored in the appendix. That's its purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So if are you, you saying your people appendix have appendix moved, <laughs> Yes, I'm saying exactly what you think of saying. <laughs> <laughs> If you had an appendectomy, is that how to pronounce that? I have no idea. I've never said that. Appendectomy. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, then you are now effectively immortal. Side. Congratulations. <laughs> but yeah, so like, while like within the realm of the universe, as we understand it, as the audience who has the special knowledge that first of all souls exist, um, like I can I can reasonably believe that this mm. procedure or whatever is keeps his soul alive. But even still, I, how can you like if what, you're just a soul? I have a solution. I think what so. If I might be an idiot. What if he's what if he's a ghost possessing his own body? That would be sick as fuck. Because because ghosts can have a certain amount of like ghosts can like possess people and also like have some amount of control over objects that they can exert with some kind of force separate from what the uh, what the object is capable of right like if a, if a poltergeist throws a pot or whatever like when the ghost when like a ghost throws a table and it hits dean winchester in the knees as happens like probably <laughs> at least five times in supernatural so far that table has no method of ambulatory motion like the ghost can ex a ghost can exert force so maybe he's figured out a way to tie his soul to his body in a so way that saying is uh -huh. this guy has made his body into a gundam yes <laughs> this is also by the He's way uh how uh, this is what a vampire is in blades in the dark is uh, a ghost possessing Me. its own dead body which is a, a cool thing about that fucks pretty that severely I like. yeah i like that i like that interpretation i think there's absolutely no evidence for that in nope. the actual episode but it's still this like is, rocks. this is how i this is how i reconcile yeah um, but then, but then you have the. the but Sam was now. looking at Hold the on, formula you... for how to be a ghost possessing yourself, and he was like, "Wow, science, <laughs> science." But then you, but here, and then you also have the issue of like, uh, what is it called? The not Oedipus. Um, the ship of Theseus. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Like, eventually, you have to replace everything. So yeah. eventually, are you a ghost possessing your own? But body? you haven't replaced your soul. I guess that's true. No, no, it's your body in that it is a body that you have. Yes. That's true. Yeah, the ship of... It, it is. It is Theseus's ship. Even if it's not the same ship, it is still Theseus's ship. 
Or is it the same ship because it's still Theseus's yeah, ship? Yeah, the point is that the question <laughs> This is the matter. question of the ship. As long yeah. as you can still ride it, it is his ship. As long as there's a continuity of, like, existence. Shout out to Doctor Who Season 9, Episode 1, <laughs> Deep Breath, which covers this exact philosophical question. You see, consciousness is like a river. <laughs> Except with cool clockwork robots. <laughs> and dinosaurs. Man, what the hell is going on in Doctor Who? <laughs> anyway, it's back to Supernatural. <laughs> um, so then um, the jogger gets kidnapped and killed. Yeah. Um, there's a I cool like the little with, like, BPM joke. Yeah. 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 Uh, where like while he's jogging, um, yeah. he like very blatantly checks his heart monitor watch so that you know he has one. And then like while he's being killed, it spikes and then drops to zero. Which, like, it's cheap, mm -hmm. but it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's fun. Um, also, the subtitles on Netflix say that he's that the doctor is talking. He's he absolutely says, not. It was so confusing. No, yeah. I can't hear it at all. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything in the script? Nope. Or the um, transcript, I guess? No, that I whole scene so. takes two yeah. lines, and one of them is the jogger saying, no, no, please, no. <laughs> okay. The um the heartbeat thing is very Stephen King to me of like mm -hmm. I, this feels like a vignette in a Stephen King book where like someone gets killed. He loves to like focus on really specific little details like that uh, and mm -hmm. turn it into something scary. It's like, oh, I can imagine this character's like inner monologue thinking about his BPM like as he dies <laughs> and like being traumatized by like listening to his own like BPM meter going up and up and up and then like hearing it cut and then like the final sentence of the chapter is like and then the sound stopped and he thought no more or something. Why is out here writing does Stephen Kingian does supernatural Stephen... fanfiction? <laughs> does Stephen King actually write like that? Because that sounds pretentious yeah. as fuck. Yeah, I can't say. Yeah. Uh, there's King. a reason why before, he's. But it's fine. <laughs> there's a reason why he's such a popular writer. Like he has a very specific like interesting style. Mm. I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah, Although I, mean, I guess it's in the genre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that the the heart rate monitor is very good sound design. This episode is actually like good as a horror episode. Yeah, it's I fun. Think. It's a fun yeah. monster it's of the week scary, episode. Yeah. With like, yeah, yeah. Um, the doctor, it, the the actor um, who does the doctor does a good performance. I oh, love yeah. monsters who talk. Well, I mean, he's not a monster. That's kind of the thing. He's a he's a person. He's the monster but of the Dean, week. We'll talk about yeah. We'll talk about this and like Dean's being like, no, this guy's a monster. Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking at this guy and like he's been in some stuff, but like I feel like he should play more movie monsters because he does a really good job. He's got a very chilling voice that he's uh -huh. capable of doing. Yeah, when he he like touches Sam's arm and he's like, "There's nothing to be afraid of." Like it's so mm -hmm. good. He's in like a bunch of stuff, but all is like extras. Also, the the like the makeup design, um, the special effects makeup is really good. The character design in general, he just. He looks super creepy. Um, oh! What? We know this guy. This we is fucking this Elkins from Dead Man's Blood. This oh, is look fucking at that. Elkins. I can't believe Elkins survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same actor. Holy shit, I love that. Um, but yeah, no, his his costume design is it's really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, his like messed up, like stitched up face. Mm -hmm. yeah, on that note, though, like it is... Leaning into like ableist tropes of like scars yeah. as yeah. scary. Sometimes people just have different faces, but um, it is a trope. Meant... Like it's an established trope, and so like leaning into mm -hmm. that trope does provide the effect that they want. Um, just 
just yeah. your mandatory shout out to like not be a dick to people who yeah. have different facial features. For sure. Yeah. I've like in, in this case it is he has <laughs> replaced his there. face with other people's faces. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more but, I think it's but. more reminiscent, at least to me, um, it's more reminiscent of like the monster movie Frankenstein vibes. Yeah, it's very of, Frankenstein. Like, it's very Frankenstein. This this is not a whole person, although that it's still no matter where you go with it, like it is. This not is a person a good who look. is made of other people, is, is yes. but yeah. Which is unsettling in a horror way, but also people who have like skin and organ transplants, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yes. I, I the horror is that he stole them from other people. Yes. Thank yeah. you. There we go. We got there eventually. <laughs> Like, it's fine. If you gotta replace your face, like, that's the thing you gotta do. Don't steal it from somebody else. <laughs> get a, get you an heard ethically it here donated first, kid. Don't face. Don't steal your face. <laughs> Don't steal people's faces. <laughs> anyway, then we meet Rufus. Well, we, we hear Rufus. about Rufus, which is amazing. Um, Bobby puts Dean on his trail, and they say that they haven't laid eyes on each other in 15 years. Um, Bobby says he's not the Christmas card type, which, duh, he's Jewish. Um, yeah. I don't think that's established <laughs> in this episode, but he is, like, canonically. He is. Um, which is amazing. Uh, Rufus is also black. I don't know if that was mentioned. Um, and I love him. No, I figured he's we'd my best that friend. He's, I love Rufus. He's good. Again, this is another black character written by Sarah Gamble, which uh, has me slightly nervous, but also uh, he's great. I really like him. I This whole conversation with Dean is really cool. Um, the bit where he's like, this is what you have to look forward to. Yeah. Um, it's like, there's something both hopeful and sad about Rufus because he is a hunter that made it out, but like, he's a cantankerous old, like crotchety guy who is just like living here alone, just like paranoid, like covered his house covered in security cameras, which is a, is like a detail about hunters. I like it's the, mm -hmm. the, the we already saw this with the hunter that Sam killed back in season two. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's a nice, like, continuation of, like, yeah, this is what happens when a hunter, like, retires. Or not even retires. Like, that guy was still actively hunting, but, like, but when they have a trying to live a normal life. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, like, when they're not, like, the boys and just Bobby's drive around all day in their car. Yeah, Bobby is mm -hmm. also like this. Yeah, he doesn't have all the security cam cameras, but he does have he lives out his the, tricks in and the traps. Middle of, yeah. yeah. He lives out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Yeah, he has his like his spiked holy water drinks, etc. Yeah, um, um, I do. I love. I love this whole porch scene. Rufus is so like clipped. I love him. I also love when he goes, "I'm not your man." <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, he's not your man, Dean. Oh, I guess actually prior to Rufus, I did want to talk about this scene where um Sam and Dean are like talking about what to do. Yes. Um. It's it's a good. I always love it when two characters have the same goal but disagree over the methods. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's like there's no misunderstanding here. There's no like there's with the personalities they have. These are the choices they would make, and I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. There's there's no alibi for like why they're splitting up. It's like they choose to do it because they fundamentally disagree over what they think will work. Yeah. Also, Dean also calls like... the doctor slicey macaki. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Um, I like when Sam gets to be manipulative. Like, he suspected mm -hmm. that this was Doc Benton. Yeah, um, yeah, not, yeah. Not new, but, like, he was hoping because he was thinking of using this immortality method for Dean. That's why he picked this hunt, um, which is good. I like when Sam is a little bit sneaky and a little bit um, 
a little bit of a lying bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, he it's has his ulterior into... motives, and he's he's like going behind Dean's back to do it. I like when Sam gets to be a little bit, yeah, uh, less straightforward. We're getting more like post uh, mystery spot Sam characterization of him being a little bit more pragmatic, a little bit more willing to do like stuff considered like that's kind of messed up like lying mm-hmm. to your brother and uh using a evil doctor's organ theft immortality magic science in mm-hmm. order the to save his brother slow jokerification of sam yeah yeah sam is getting more and more desperate yeah um one of my notes is sam you are fucking insane for this one yeah um. <laughs> and i like i like dean's also, the fact that Sam thinks he can understand it is really funny. He, like, reads it. It's like, there's a lot of stuff about this I don't get, but it's science. I think it'll work. It's really funny. Like, do you... <laughs> Bestie, you were studying to be a lawyer. What the fuck do you know about, like, um, biology? Lore mandatory. Lore. Why would they change lore? Yeah. Ma- mandatory fucking Edward Elric trying to bring his dead <laughs> yeah. mother back <laughs> reference. Um... So Sam says, you're not going to let me? And Dean says, no, I'm not going to let you. And Sam says, how are you going to stop me? And Dean, like, looks taken aback at that, that he could Mm -hmm. stand up to him like that, which is nice little. Yeah. Um, I don't like to say that Dean is a John Mirror, but, like, in the sense that when he's trying to parent Sam, he does kind of pick up on those tendencies. And Sam is, once again, Mm -hmm. like, not afraid to break that authority pattern, um, which is really good. I was just going to say, someone must have done Sam and Dean, Ed and L, and an Ed and oh, L fan art. Oh, probably. Bobby's making stew. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that came so out of left field for me. <laughs> I, thought you were, I, I thought you were moving on, and then the fuck yeah happened. I was like... <laughs> if you if you like Full Metal Alchemist and you haven't seen the Full Metal Alchemist blooper reel, go watch it. It's one of the greatest like fifteen minutes of okay, like to, media that right ever now, that like has to. ever existed. Uh, okay. At the end of the scene, um, they they're like about to walk out on each other, and Dean is like really hesitant, and he looks back and goes, "Sammy, be careful." And Sam very quietly yeah. goes, "You too." Like they do care about each it's other. It's really good. I like when they it's care like, about each other. It's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have their differences, but they're still they still fundamentally like have hope for each other here. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't believe each other is going to succeed, but they still want them to be okay. And yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then we then back to then Rufus. Um, yeah, the way um, this uh, I I keep talking about actors like before we do actor facts, but Rufus's actor is Mister X in the X Files, fairly like prominent character in there. Uh, so oh. it's fun to see another another little little X Files uh, reference appear. Is that um, character who the X Files department is named after? Uh, he's like their informant. He like leaks info to them. Oh, cool. Uh, he's, like, a cool... I think he's, like, in the, like, higher up and, like, knows things and is, like, here, I, 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 I'm, i like, a traitor to... I, I don't know. I haven't I think seen, I got, like, like I just one know a reference about this to character. him before I um, stopped watching X-Files. I have not uh, gotten yeah, very anyway, far into X-Files, so I don't think I've met him yet, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, Can't wait for him he's to in show a bunch up of stuff. and I'll be like, Rufus! Um... He's in he's in like True Detective and Lock and Key uh, like uh, lots of lots of um uh like spec fic TV shows that sort of thing 
is in Stargate. Um, but yeah, he's great actor, does a really good job with his character. I love the way like the smile spreads across his face after being so like grumpy when he gets mm-hmm. offered the bottle of scotch. Yeah. yeah. And I love how Dean didn't open with the scotch. He was like, if yeah. I can get the information I need, I'm fucking keeping this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a bit also when they're drinking together where he's like, um, most of the scotch he drinks comes out of a plastic bottle or something. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I get to enjoy the good stuff. Uh-huh. Which, uh, he gets to drink, he got to, like, have a good time and drink some really expensive scotch, like, a, a little bit before he died. That's nice, uncle. I guess. <laughs> yeah. His weird uncle. Yeah. The, the way his, Dean... It's his surrogate dad's weird ex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dean is also, like, weirdly smooth for Dean Winchester in this scene, where he's like, ah, oh, yeah, all right, fair enough, I'll get off your property. Got one more question for you, though. See, I got this, uh, this bottle of scotch, and, uh, is it considered good? <laughs> it's... And Rufus, like, absolutely, I, th- I think that is part of what enamors Dean for to yeah. towards Rufus. Rufus is, Rufus just, is like, like, you sly dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah um, and while they're drinking together, Rufus makes reference to the fact that Dean's deal has three weeks left. Um, and Dean's yeah. like, how do you know that? And Rufus goes, because I know things. Yeah. I know a lot of things about a lot of people. And it's completely not explained. He just knows things. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. I like to think he's just fucking bluffing here to be a cool man. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, Bobby probably told him or something. Something like that. Yeah, I think it would be very funny if Bobby called ahead and was like, "Hey, Dean's coming over to ask about Bella because you said you knew where she is," and then he just completely did not let on about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, and this is where he says, um, ain't no pea shooter going to save you, because that's the job, kid. Even if you manage to scrape out of this one, there's just going to be something else down the road. Folks like us, there ain't no happy ending. We all got yeah. it coming. Which, again, mm. this is a guy who made it out. The fact that this is his belief, even though he made it out, like, this is a man who probably has nightmares every night and is just, like, waiting for something to, like, get the better of him and kill him. Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. think he's going to die of old age, even though he's retired. And which is a really good character note for this guy mm-hmm. that I feel like makes him more like three dimensional compared yeah. to just like paranoid yeah. old hunter. Also, this is season three. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Also, the just the vibes of this line. It feels maybe specifically because this is coming from Rufus as opposed to like some random hunter who's like some macho man. But like Rufus continues to be. I want to say queer coded. It's not really intentional as far as I can tell, but he's definitely like gives off vibes. Um, like he's got a little earring and everything. He does have a gay little earring. Uh huh. Um, that being said, so this scene like gives off like queer elder vibes, but not in a happy way. Like he's he's not hopeful. Is my mm. point. like folks this like guy, this guy's no lived through the AIDS crisis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I like how cluttered his house is also. He's got like bottles on the, the coffee table. He's got like an open chest full of like awkwardly stacked books. It's a good set that they've done for him that like makes his house feel really lived in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it's Dean the, says he, oh, Go ahead. Oh, just his house has the same vibes as Bobby's and I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a really yeah. good Together. characterization. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Dean says, I'll hand you a bucket of sunshine, and why you already said this, but uh, Rufus says, I'm what you've got to look forward to if you survive, yeah. but you won't. Yeah. <sighs> I like also that he's, like, willing to share this expensive scotch with this boy he knows is going to die. <laughs> like, yeah. at the very least, you can have some of my nice scotch. Um, then we have Sammy's little adventure. 
and starts on an adventure. Then Rufus tells Dean about Bella's ear. He makes a weird oh right right the ear thing. Joke. Um, I don't know yeah, if it's a we- like it's, ear uh... printing works like this. I do know that like you... it's at least. I don't know how accurate this is, but like I have heard of ears being unique, uh, in the sense that it was yes. in an ACD home story. You have to, uh, I believe, like make a cast box. of the person's ear. I don't think you can identify someone's ear print via a photograph. Yeah. Yeah, that feels <laughs> especially like a security camera. What kind of detail are you getting on a security camera? Yeah. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. It works. For the the, the... The thing Rufus says about it flying over in Britain is true, I think. Like, not majorly. Like, it's not a common way of identifying people. But there have been successful court cases where it was used. Um, So, you know, it's exaggerating a little bit. But this extremely... This feels extremely like a thing a writer discovers after going down, like, a rabbit hole at two in the morning (laughs) and being like, I need to put this in my script. Yeah. So true. Because, like, she didn't have to have burned off her fingerprints, which is a thing that I don't think we mentioned. It it, it does make her seem more competent in a cool way. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what Bella Talbot's willing to do to not get caught. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, but also, if she burned it's her fun. fingerprints off years ago, she would just have new fingerprints since then. Not like they would grow back, but, like, the burn mm. are her new prints. <laughs> That's true. But I it's don't fine. Know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so with Sam... Sam's little adventure. I like Sam here. This is a good Sammy moment. He's like very uh, reassuring to this terrified woman. He's he's like shushing mm-hmm. her, but also like saying it's okay. I'm here to help you. And he says I'm sorry yeah. a lot, which is really good. Yeah, he's, he's a good boy. He's helping. It's yeah. Um, when he hits the doctor with his car, uh, and he like gets up afterwards, and his neck is bent sideways, and he just like fixes it. Is re- very good. Mm-hmm. very move yeah. very like old like pulpy movie monster yeah i think there's also like a trail of blood out of his injured eye um as foreshadowing that he's yeah. gonna need to replace that yeah yeah it's good um then we get dean and bella together and bella says that she sold the cult to someone who speaks farsi so once again we get some I, mm. international bella international woman of mystery um, you already, we've already, like, covered this in the synopsis, but Bella says you're not the cold-blooded type, and Dean says, you mean, like, you? That's true. I mean, I couldn't imagine killing my parents. Um. Yeah. And so then Dean starts telling her backstory, but we see a flashback, I think it's in black and mm-hmm. white, um, where she- It's in, like- sepia. It's, it's really washed out. It's not yeah. fully black and white, but they drain all the colors out of it. Yeah, so mostly black and white. <laughs> um, and Dean- uh, reveals her previous name that I won't because I don't like doing that. Um, I think it's a dick move to reveal people's previous names, even if it's not for trans reasons. Yeah. Just why would you do that? It's mm-hmm. not her name anymore. Um, and uh, so, so there's a strong implication of child abuse, particularly sexual child abuse, um, on on the part of her parents. Um, it's, but all Bella says is they were lovely people and I killed them and I got rich and I can't be bothered to give a damn, which is really interesting as a character note. It does mean that Dean does not know anything. He, he has this picture of Bella. He's not going to be changed. Like his mind is not going to be changed and Bella's not going to play the pity card. She's not going to, she doesn't owe him as her trauma, you know, which I think is good. Um, it also means that like, it's, it's hard to be sympathetic for Dean here because we know more than he does. Um, 
And so all he knows is like Bella killed her parents, whereas Bella had, you know, good reasons to do that. And she was 14. She sold her soul at 14. She died at 24. And he has no sympathy for her. She's only 24. She's a year younger than me. She's she's younger than Sam. Or she might be Sam's age, but still, like he has no sympathy at all. He's a very competent 24 year old. Yeah, he was in law school. He's neurotypical. <laughs> yeah, it's. I have mixed feelings about this. I think it's. I wish that we'd had more time to explore Bella. Like here, yeah. like this is an interesting character beat, and the way she is like unwilling to talk about herself, I think is fitting for her. But like, it's. This is. So, I think. Killing a character often is one of the least interesting things you can do with a character. Like <laughs> you're the, in the wrong show for that. Yeah, buddy. I know, I know. It's like it's a, it's a. Uh, I, I, in my like storytelling, I have a philosophy about like reusing more than inventing new things as much as possible because it makes the story feel tighter, and you can you don't need to constantly be making new ideas if you like rely on your older good ones like. Bella mm-hmm. did not have to die here. She could have stayed around and been an interesting character that could have been explored further. Yeah. It mm-hmm. tends to result in the story feeling not flat, but like... Circular almost, because it just keeps doing the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, not as... not as um, Deep isn't the right word, but I yeah, I guess more breadth than deep. depth in terms of like... You could have a handful of characters all that have had, like, lots of things happen to them and are all, like, have a tangled web of relationships. Or you just keep killing characters and keep introducing new characters who then die before the relationships can get tangled again. Like, it's, there's, there's, the show doesn't let, except for in rare cases for, like, say, Bobby, um, the show does not let our boys have a, like, deep history with anyone they meet. It tends mm-hmm. to be, like, one-note things. Like, this is the relationship with Bella. She's, like, an antagonist. They hung out once. Like, this... If she had lived here, the fact that she had stolen the cult from them at one point would have been something that sat with them in a way that could result in interesting character conversations later. Um, That, uh, like, that maybe could have ended up with the boys, like, empathizing with her more, like, learning more. Maybe she would eventually feel comfortable enough with them to, like, tell them what had happened more so. And, like, we don't get any of that. She just dies, and it's boring. Yeah, and I feel like part of the pacing of Bella's plotline might have been the fault of, like, the fact that they only have 16 episodes. And, like, they... I still think killing her was a bad idea in the first place, but if they had, like, explored her more before they killed her, it might have been a little bit better, and, like, the fact that they ran out of time is a little bit frustrating, but I'm not inclined to blame all of this on just the pacing. Like, it's it was shitty. It's an embarrassing, undignified end for a very cool character. We've already discussed how they, she was literally killed off because fans didn't like her. Um, it's it, very frustrating. Rest in peace, Bella. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. She deserved better. She did. Like, I do like the the vulnerability at the end when she's, like, crying and saying, Dean, I need help. Because it's, like, at that very, at the very last, like, her pride kind of breaks down. Because she wanted to do everything by herself. She wanted to save herself by any means necessary. And then when she finally had no other recourse, finally admitting, like, hey, 
I'm way out of my depth here. And then Dean kind of calling her out for it. Like, if you had just asked, mm -hmm. we probably could have been, like, could have helped you. It is. Um, which is a good, I think it's a good character thing. I think it's a good her. character note. It also is extremely, like, old-timey media, like, look at this evil woman getting her comeuppance. Like, yeah, oh, look, no, at, look yeah. at her beg to the heroes at the end. It's like, no, they cannot, it's too late to save her. If only yeah, she had been a better like, woman. Um, Red Sky at Morning, when she sold the Hand of Glory, that was uh -huh. what she needed to be saved. Like, they just keep doing this to her, and it's like, haha, Bella, you're so stupid. You thought you could do things by yourself, but it turns out you need the boys there to save you from yourself because you keep sticking your foot in it. Like, it's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the show does not treat Bella like a competent character. Well, it simultaneously treats her like she's so smart, but also that, like, it doesn't show I don't know, that I think she's smart, gets, you know? She's, she's, like, saying she's so smart and scary and competent, and then, like, every time she does something, she's messing it up. She is set up as smart and competent solely so Dean can get the better of her, which is a realization mm -hmm. I've had. All the scenes where Dean is, like, most competent in a, like, social way or, or like, a, like, a cool action spy hero who, like, notices that you stole the receipt or, like, already had the, the thing, like, back in that, like, fight that they have in her um, apartment. It's like Dean almost never is that character, but is against Bella for some reason. And yeah. It's like it's always a little bit weird. It's like, yeah, Dean, Dean did this like trick. Dean the himbo Winchester. <laughs> I think a lot of it is. I think the the show takes a lot of um, joy in seeing characters being hoisted by their own petard. Um, I don't know what a petard is, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Like, not only just with the, like, the trickster and that sort of stuff, but the game, the game, the show loves um, poetic justice and uh, irony in that way. Um, but it, it feels so blatant with Bella because it happens every time. And it's not as satisfying. It just kind of feels like, haha, get owned. We're like, okay, I, I said this, so I'm just going to, like, elaborate a little bit. In Red Sky at Morning, like, Sam says straight out, like, you realize you just sold the only thing that could save your life, right? Mm -hmm. um, whereas in this one, Dean says that if you hadn't stolen the cult, we could have gone after the demon and saved you with the mm -hmm. cult. But she stole the cult to save herself from the demon. But, like, what was the plan there? I don't understand how she even meant to do that. Why would she sell the cult to hell? I thought that her plan was Dean's plan to shoot the hellhounds. Why did she sell it? Yeah. Like, she's going to buy enough money to save her life? Like, what? Yeah. That part of it really does not make sense. I don't know what why she sold the cult. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. it It's also, it's like a, I, jumping back slightly, I was just going to say, but I was eating soup when you said it. Um, a petard is a bomb. It's a bomb. Hoisted by your own petard is just an old-timey way of saying getting blown up by your own bomb. Oh, oh my god. I thought it was, yeah. I always got, like, the image... This is completely unrelated, but I always, like, associated it with, like, to gird your loins. So I always kind of pictured it like a wedgie. <laughs> like a... I did, funny. too. I kind of... I kind of pictured okay, a petard Okay, it actually... Like a... It is really funny that you think this, because petard comes from the French word uh, uh, pater, which means to fart. <laughs> Great. That's why... Because it, it, it explodes. It's like a fart. The the first like old the old timey bomb was was a fart joke was named after a fart joke. I love deconstructionism. Uh huh. 
Tell me that you're an English major in grad school without telling me that you're an English <laughs> major in grad school. I did my reading last night. It's okay. I read about that stuff in a class that I can't remember the name of now. It's probably anyway. critical theory. So then Bella calls like somebody who we later learn is Lilith and goes, it worked, which is nice. Like, I like when, yeah, I like when characters reveal, oh, I meant them to do that all along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he meant for her to do that all along also. This is what I mean of like Dean, Dean double flashbacked her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She stole the receipt and say, said like, okay, I now know where they are. Um, yeah. But, but he knew he that she was going to do that. He realized that she was going to do that. Yeah. I don't think he knew in advance, but or he, yeah, he, sure. he figured he it out. He noticed that the receipt was gone. Um, okay. I just wanted to say, this is a weirdly... I, maybe the cult's going to come back, but it's out of America now, and we know Supernatural doesn't leave America. This feels like a weirdly like ignoble end for such an important like MacGuffin in the show. I think she might it's, have it's, been lying. I'm not sure. I feel like the maybe. cult is going to okay. come back, so I don't remember. Okay. Okay. I don't remember. I mean, I think it does, but probably not for a long time. Let me fact check myself really quick. It's fine. It might just be gone. I don't know. It can't be gone because of the season six thing. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. I'm not checking. I'm just going to be surprised when everyone else finds out. Um, Then Dean and Sam have a call while oh. Dean is in the car. And there's like a really good... I mean, not really necessarily good, but there's like an interplay of like light and dark over Dean as he like passes mm, street lamps, yeah. which is at least visually interesting. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, fact checked myself. I'm pretty sure Bella was Bella, Bella was lying. Um, we will see the cult again soon. Not soon, soon, but soon. Cool. It's in the hands of another character we have yet to meet. That's oh, even weirder. Because she could have. Oh, I, I mean, knowing this character, it makes sense to okay. me. But... Okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I can see that. If I if I guess this correctly, it's fine. Um, this <laughs> this conversation is where Sam says that this is very extremely weird science, <laughs> and it might be doable, uh-huh. but it's fine. Uh-huh. Uh And then Sam gets kidnapped, and I yep. really, really hate this eye scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. It's one of the scenes that I can't watch. I literally had to just like, I turn my back. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's, whew. So, like, Jared's eyelids are taped up. Um, it's bad and uncomfortable, and I hate it. And so Doc Benton does his little villain monologue and then gets shot. Yeah. I want to read this villain monologue because it's fun. Uh, Doc Benton is an interesting character for the, like, two lines he has. Um, he says, you can relax. It's all going to be okay. Ain't nothing going to happen here that you got to worry about, Sammy. Your chances of coming out of this procedure alive, very, very high. Sam's like, how do you know my name? He says, oh, I know. You think I'm some kind of monster, don't you? Well, I got to tell you, I've never done one thing that I did not have to do. This whole eternal life thing is very high maintenance. Something goes bad, like my eyes here. You got to replace them. Sometimes things get damaged, like when your father cut out my heart. Now that... That was very inconvenient. So I'm sure that you can understand all the joy I felt when I read all about myself here in this journal. Kind of makes this whole thing just feel like some kind of family reunion, don't it? Well, I guess it's about time that we get this thing started. This is really, like, gentle way of talking that feels like how doctors talk that makes it him extra spooky. Mm-hmm. He's got good bedside manner. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, saying the lines that a good doctor would say, but he's saying them while he's, like, about to cut Sam's eyes out for his own good. Like, it's it's very scary. Him saying, I have never done one thing that I did not have to do. Very interesting. Like, that's how he thinks about himself. 
Like, mm-hmm. I wish I knew, like, I'm curious why he wants to live forever, if it's just, like, sheer, like, I wish to maintain myself, or if he's, like, trying to study something or figure something out, like, I don't know, we'll never know. That would have been a cool character note to have. Yeah, that is the same thing that I, that is something that I am missing from this Like, maybe episode. he was trying to perfect immortality and save all of humanity, and that was his excuse. Like, oh, I'm killing some people, but for like all people will benefit from what i learn as i if you just let me like finish my research mm-hmm. that would have been that would have been a cool thing but but nah he's just he just gets put in a refrigerator mm-hmm. <laughs> um i do think it's one of very my notes is eyeball natural it's very um season 4 that dean uh, sticks a knife in Doc Ben's chest and he go he laughs and goes a knife oh what God. part of immortality do you not understand Emma, shut the fuck up. Pity about the heart, though. It was a brand new one. Ugh. I'm gonna do a web weaving about this. Just you wait and see. Emma. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. Anyway, the worms so in your brain. I can't help being a genius. Um, so it turns out that the <laughs> knife has been chloroformed. I don't know if chloroform works, like, internal use, or if it would just be, like, more effective because it's straight to, like, intravenal. That feels right. That makes sense to me. I can accept that. I don't know how chloroform works and I won't check. I mean, I think that is how it works because when you breathe it in, when it gets into your lungs, it would filter into your bloodstream. Exactly. So if you got that's stabbed, how air, that's, that's definitely that's how touching oxygen your blood. gets into your bloodstream. So it's like, it's, it, yeah. So I think that is how it works. I think that does make sense. Um, I'm reading a chloroform toxicological overview. Okay. Um... And Sam continues to plead with Dean to let him immortalize him. Um, he's like, either you go to hell in three weeks or like 50 years from now, you need a new organ. And he's like, well, you can't get those at the supermarket. And Sam's like, We're just, we just need time, which <sighs> I really like this insight into their different approaches where Dean is like, there's a hard line here. And that is like preventing himself from becoming a monster whereas like when sam was like maybe becoming a monster he's like i will not preventatively kill you that was that made no sense let me try to explain that like he would rather die than let himself become a monster but he wouldn't kill sam even if sam would eventually become a monster yeah yeah it's neat i like that it's it's dean it's not that Dean is afraid of dying. It's that Dean is afraid of becoming a monster. And so mm-hmm. this is not what, this is not the solution for him. I also, what, how, what's he got? Like two weeks left? I don't know if Sam's going to figure out how to do this procedure in two weeks, TBH. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Although I guess that's the also, thing is the doctor so, could have done it. Yeah, Sam says, Dean, don't you want to live? And Dean says, what he is isn't living. Um, yeah. To me, it's black and white, human, not human. See what the doc is is a freaking monster. So once again, the sharp yep. dichotomy. The show again uses the word monster to justify committing a horrific act. Which I'm not mm. again, I'm not saying that this doctor didn't do some fucked up stuff. Um, yes. but also I don't think anyone should be imprisoned. And this guy gets put in solitary confinement for eternity, which is Yeah. Also on that on the note of that, um parallelograms. And that's all I'm gonna Shut say. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we talked about this Bella scene already, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. girl boss behavior, murder attempts. Yeah. So true. 
I want to know where Dean is calling from. His timing is this precise. <laughs> like, was he yeah. like nearby and he heard the gunshots with the silencer, or did he just don't like, worry about it? Did, was he just like, yeah, she's probably shot at us by now. <laughs> He's called like six times, and this is the first time <laughs> that she's actually picked up. Yeah. <laughs> He's been calling, like, periodically every five minutes for the past hour and a half. Yeah. Like, Dean, is this gloating really worth it? Yes, Sammy, it is! He really is gloating. She's, like, three minutes away from being yeah. brutally killed, and he's like, haha, yeah. you should have asked me for help. Like, bitch! This is the, where my mm -hmm. Dean apologism breaks down. This is awful. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. It's, yeah. I'm a Dean crit, actually. <laughs> I'm just a normal person who loves sister. him but also recognizes his flaws. I don't subscribe to this binary. <laughs> um, Bella says they changed the deal. They wanted me to kill Sam. Your Lilith is GNCAF. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's Dean who said, yeah, he says, I'll see you in hell, which is, ha, 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 you're so funny. But also Han Solo quote. But also, I want that fic right now. They probably did see each other in hell. Hello? Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't say more because I don't want to spoil, like, what, what I know of hell. But I would okay, love but to. Okay, but Emma, you have oh, yeah, to Spoilers remember, for this... the next episode if you're not watching the show and listening <laughs> and just listening along. Dean goes to hell. <laughs> Gasp, really? Ash, what were you going to say? Um, the, the version of hell that we see later on in Supernatural is not the version of hell that exists right now. I know, but it's great. Fun. Okay. I just want to make sure you know, Emma. <laughs> I do. Um, so okay. that was the end of this episode. I have two frowny faces yep. as the end of my notes. Yeah. Bella, sweetie, I'm I, so I sorry. gave my eulogy to Bella already. I don't have anything mm -hmm. more to say there. This is a. I like the structure of this episode. It's a good back and forth. I like when they combine the plot with the Monster of the Week thing, and I like how the Monster of the mm -hmm. Week thing ties into the plot of like the conflict between our boys. It's a, it's a pretty good episode. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's a it, lot happening. It doesn't like, feel like a penultimate a episode. No, it doesn't. No. But, but, but that's probably does. that probably ties into the fact that this it's weird truncated season three, sixteen episodes. It's true. Yeah. The writer's strike. They probably had this idea as the episode that was gonna go in for episode fifteen and had to kinda like awkwardly tie it into like leading into the finale. Yeah. Yeah. The previous two finales have been two parters. I mean yeah. season one is like half of a two parter because it's Salvation Devil's Trap, which is like the plot continues, and season two is literally all hell breaks loose, parts one and two. Um, so this yeah. is like self-contained, which maybe feels is why it doesn't feel like a penultimate episode. Um, mm -hmm. But it sure is Bella Dean mirror time. Yep. Yeehaw. Uh, oh, I'm and I meant to say like Dean obviously doesn't know about Bella's parents, which is what we've said, but like he also has a tumultuous relationship with his parents and he still says like i can't imagine killing my parents yep um just something there just a little a little something to chew on do we have any more mm -hmm. actor facts for this episode or are we already yeah surface? yeah i okay. got a i got a bunch of stuff um so yeah uh first of all stephen williams like i said uh plays rufus um is uh mr x in the x-files um he's in Oh boy, he's in a lot of things, you guys. He's in he's uh Detective August Brooks in LA Heat. 
Um, he is Isaac Peters in Legacy. He's Quentin Dickinson in, I don't know if it's the Chi or the Key. I don't know if it's like the, the Chinese word or the, um, the Greek letter, uh, but that show, um, and, uh, is, um, where is it? Is Joe Ridgway in Lock and Key is also Mike's, uh, grandfather in It in the 2017 It, uh, movie. Um, next we got, uh, Adrian Holmes, who is the, uh, demon at the start of this, uh, who was also in a whole bunch of things. Um, like I said, like a billion TV shows, I think most, um, famously is, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. He like has decently large parts in a lot of things. Like he's Frank Pike in Arrow. Um, he's in a couple of episodes of Letterkenny. Uh, but it's just a lot of, like, decently minor characters, but still with, like, speaking roles who are in multiple episodes. No standout parts, I don't think. Um, but you may have seen him in something. Uh, then there's uh, Kevin Smith. Not Kev not to be confused with Kevin Smith. I've never heard the name Kevin before. Me um, Who is the uh, guy who, uh, <laughs> the guy at the start from the gym club um, who uh, his liver is <laughs> missing. Uh, who is, um, uh, where is it? Uh, who is Major Evan Lorne, uh, from Stargate Atlantis, uh, and There are is... so many fucking Stargate actors in this show. <laughs> yep. Uh, again, Canada, um, Vancouver, uh, filming, in film industry, uh, and his deputy Andy in, uh, Eureka. Um, oh, also, uh, young Bella, uh, Tierra Skavby. Um, will grow up to be in uh, a bunch of... Will, will grow up to be Robin in Once Upon a Time and uh, Polly Cooper in Riverdale. Good for her. Yeah, that's you all. You can take the girl out of the CW, but you can never <laughs> take the CW out of the girl. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, we're going to take a break here. Uh, when we return, join us for the finale, No Rest for the Wicked. <laughs> Okay, so 316, No Rest for the Wicked, is of course written by Eric Kripke because it's a finale. So we open with a montage to Carry On My Wayward Son. And sorry, Carry On Wayward Son is the title. Um, Carry and, On My Wayward Son. Thanks, Wyatt. There'll be peace um, when you and are And then done. at the end of the montage, like the music cuts out and we get the, um, the Demon Dean from... Dream a little dream of me. Yeah, and, and this is you know you're gonna die. Yeah. This is what you're gonna become. It's it's very spooky. It's good. Um, just that's that's the teaser. Uh, so then we get um, Dean is like running through the woods from a hellhounds, but he wakes up. He was dreaming it. Uh, he was researching hellhounds and fell asleep, and now he's scared. And Sam comes in and says, "Bobby has a f way to find Lilith." Um, and Dean hallucinates Sam the way that hellhound victims hallucinate it's very spooky uh title card because they are the cold open this week because it's a finale uh so then bobby does like a tracking spell that seems extremely easy uh and they find lilith 
Sam wants to summon Ruby. Dean doesn't want him to. Sam does it anyway. Um, she says that he can defeat Lilith using his blood freak powers um, because she is, quote, on shore leave. Uh, so she's, like, relaxing. She has her guard down and he can strike and defeat her. Um, use your hate, Sam, or whatever. And... <laughs> um, but Dean shows up and steals her knife while she's stuck in a devil's trap. So... Um, Dean says that they have to stop making the same mistakes, and uh, if they fail, they go down swinging. They're not going to trust Ruby. Uh, then we see what Lilith has been doing. She's possessing a young girl and is holding the family hostage, terrifying them and killing the family pet. Uh, it's it's pretty spooky. It's it's good. She's she also a scary little her, girl. Uh, her babysitter. babysitter. Yeah. Um, she's very scary. Um then Sam and Dean try to leave, but Bobby doesn't let them leave without him. He, like, sabotages the car. <laughs> uh, he says, it's this really is where good. he says the iconic line, family don't end with blood. Um, yeah. And so then he, he's, like, driving behind <gasps> them. He's following them. So uh, Sam and Dean, instead of talking about their feelings, are, saying... Are you good, Wyatt? <laughs> I'm really sorry. I... <laughs> Oh, I, I've interrupted everything at this point. I'm just going to say it. Jonathan Potts, uh, the actor who plays Mr. Freeman, the dad who Lilith tortures, is Link in the 90s Legend of Zelda TV show. He's the excuse me princess guy. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Sorry, I was just preparing actor facts like as you were doing the synopsis and I saw that and lost my fucking mind. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> in case Wyatt cuts the noise, he started like crying in the background. <laughs> oh Cry no, I'm easy. leaving this all in at this point. Yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, Ugh. in the car ride there, instead of talking about their feelings, Sam and Dean sing like carpool karaoke together. It's really cute. Um, but the it's lyrics make we'll Dean sad. Uh, then they it's, get pulled over by a cop and Dean kills him with ruby's knife because dean saw Sick. his real demon face under the human cop face uh and bobby says that you know since he's going to hell soon he can now see demons real faces just like he can see hellhounds which is pretty cool and very convenient mm -hmm. so they go spy on lilith and he's like yep that one is a demon uh and so they uh, find like the other demons who are like acting as her guards and take them down with ruby's knife um bobby prepares some holy water ruby finds them and dean's like ew you're ugly because he can see her face and uh they get like chased by demons bobby turns on the holy water sprinklers which fucks um and so yeah. they go into the house with ruby and like go save the family um sam is like about to stab the little girl um, but he's, like, hesitating, and right before he actually does stab her... Oh, and important to note, the mother is, like, begging him to stab her, mm -hmm. um, which is it's, it's very scary and good. It's fucked up. Um, it's this, I, fucked up. This family is not... Is, yeah, I've, these yeah we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really fucked up and good. Um, but, like, right before Sam will bring the knife down, um, Dean, Dean, like, grabs him and says, like, Lilith's not in her anymore because he can see faces, right? And so they're like, where did Lilith go? Uh, and Dean... Um, Dean gives Sam like a goodbye speech and they all like try to you know put down the goofer dust and save them from the hellhounds and try to buy some time uh, Ruby asks for the knife back from Sam and Dean's like wait a minute that's the wrong ugly face Um, and so Ruby like pins <laughs> uh -huh. them down sorry not Ruby it's Lilith Lilith pins them down Lilith wearing Ruby's old body 
Um, Sam's like, where did Ruby go? And Lilith's like, well, she was annoying me, so she's very, very far away now. Um, and Lilith kisses Sam. It's bad. Um, yeah. We will talk about that further because it's bad. And mm-hmm. um, so uh, Lilith opens the door and lets the hellhounds in, and Dean is brutally murdered. While Sam, you know, screams no. Yeah. Uh, and then Lilith does like this white light of doom that she did when she killed um, Henriksen and Nancy in Jews and Bellow. But for some reason, the light is gone and Sam is just completely fine. Whack. Um, and so he mm-hmm. tries to stab her, but she just like does the scream of smoke thing instead. So she escapes. Um and he starts crying over this Dean's dead body. Then we go through Dean's dead eye, and we see hell, which is pretty scary. It's a it's a um, cool it's, it's like, a cool shot the way we see like yeah. him in his eye as it zooms in. It's like flickering fire and chains, and Dean is like strung out on meat hooks. Um, <laughs> he's like all bloodied. He's got like boot cut jeans, <laughs> all shredded. Uh-huh. He's got, he's I've, got I've seen like a him. behind the scenes picture of this and like he's got fake abs on. You have to like buff when you're being tortured. It's so funny. Um. Anyway, he's like screaming for help, calling for Sam and episode ends to black. We've seen without Dean without a shirt on. He looks good. Like, what? okay. Know, maybe just it should be, it should day. be noted that the, the screen cuts to the credits while Dean screams yeah, are still screaming, like echoing. Say, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I'm just gonna talk about this now. This hell is so silly. It's such like a mm-hmm. CGI mess. It f- yeah. very much felt like hell in like an edgy PS2 game. I I was gonna say it looks like PS2 graphics. Yeah. It really does. Uh, I I can see Kratos running around in the background. It looks like fucking Legend of the Dragoon ass <laughs> background when somebody does their magical girl transformation. Oh my god! What a pull. I I have very I don't know movies, but I do know hyper specific <laughs> games that my brother played when I was a child. Anyway, guys, Dean died. Dean, he died. Dean's dead. He's fucking deaded. He's dead again. He just keeps dying. But this time it's gay like, for a man for to real. die. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so if you're keeping it came track at home, from God, and I just had to say it, the death counter oh, is like. I, I guess he, like, technically didn't die in 2-1, but, like, he was dying. And then he died, yeah. like, a million times in Mystery Spot, but none of those actually happened, so it doesn't matter unless it does. And now Dean is, like, really legitimately dead. Oh, also, he should have died in Fate. Yep. So just, like, yep. he's just lots of deaths on his... He's finally dead. I was going to say on his conscience. That, too. <laughs> no more Ding Dean dong. Winchester. It's the Sam show from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> Weird that Dean is so popular. Yay. Yeah. My um, my one major complaint about this episode is Dean has the whole thing. It was like, oh, I can see the true faces underneath. Dean does not make a they live reference. What the fuck is wrong with you, Dean Winchester? And who is writing this? <laughs> it's the most obvious Dean thing to do is be like, oh, I'm like Rowdy Rowdy Piper and they live now. Ha ha. I'm dying. I, no I can't believe they didn't do about, that. Wyatt, I love you. You guys don't know about they live? No. Oh Do I God. look like Dean Winchester? You don't know you? about the, the I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum? Okay, I, I know, know that, that, but I don't know what the fuck it's That's from. That's from They Live. I don't even know what that is. Oh, 
They Live is a very good John Carpenter action movie with Keith David and Roddy Piper where there are like secret aliens hidden among humanity and like Keith David gives Roddy Piper the like sunglasses to let him see the like spooky alien faces that they're hiding behind and he's like, oh, I can see the aliens now. Wait, wait, there's um, stupid glasses that help you do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then we'll oh, probably God. get a reference yeah, that's why. That's why he Shut wears the, the, that's why he, in that scene, he's wearing those dumb sunglasses. Great fucking I th- Okay, no, okay, real talk. I thought I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum was from fucking, um, oh god. I think his name is Sam. So, oh, Serious Sam? Yeah! The, oh my god, Ash. <laughs> no, that's the, that's what he's referencing. Video game characters like that don't come up with their own clever lines. They just reference 80s action movies. I mean, that's fair. Anyway, shoutouts to Roddy Piper, Canadian icon. Okay, I'm going to have to watch where they live now. Are we ready for chronology? (laughs) Yes. I don't know. Roddy Piper might be an asshole. I don't know. I started the episode. Um, The Netflix synopsis says, like, Dean, Sam, and Bob... I was like, who the fuck is Bob? Bob Bob Singer. That's just a real person. Bob. Bob. I love when Netflix is terrible. (laughs) My first line is just a series of H's. Don't know what that's in reference to. Probably the recap ending with the Demon Dean. With the, yeah. Probably. Ash, you gotta start writing something. (laughs) I know, I know. Um. Shut up, I know. Uh, this first scene, this nightmare is really funny. The, like, the, the, like, sped up, like, Dean being chased through the woods, like, this weird shaky cam. The way it cuts back and forth between different angles of Dean running, it's like, over the shoulder, then it's his feet, then it's his point of view, then it's behind him, then it's, like, in front of him, then it's up close in his face. It's very frenetic. I can frenetic. excuse it because it's a dream. So, like, yeah, no, it's fine. Works. It's, it's just, like, bad. it's a little, it's a little cheesy. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. it, this is directed by Kim Manners. I do like that the am... hellhound vision is all washed out because dogs don't see as many colors as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's like staticky. Yeah, like I don't it's know a about bad that. camera. I don't know it's about really that, weird. It's yeah. What were you gonna say, Ash? Oh, I'm always just like hyper aware of shaky cam. Like they use it again later in this episode. Um, when I think when Dean and Ruby are talking. And I'm just, I always notice it, it always stands out to me, because it's just, it's weird. It it doesn't seem to work a lot of the time. Yeah, agreed. Or it's just, it's too shaky, <laughs> you know? Where it might work if it wasn't, if it wasn't, like, if the person handling the camera hadn't had, like, three espressos. <laughs> yeah. The picture of the hellhounds that Dean is looking at when he wakes up is very scary. It's, it it's gross. Severely. It's a very scary looking dog. Yeah. Um, we will put an image in to the show notes, probably. Yeah. Do we want to shout out that artist too? Yes. Um. Okay. Yeah. It's my it's my Todd Lockwood corner. Uh. This is by my boy Todd Lockwood. So. Um. Yeah. This art is um Cerberus by Todd Lockwood. Todd Lockwood, extremely prolific, um, fantasy artist in the nineties. Um, and, uh, late eighties, his art is all over like a lot of Tor and Da paperbacks from that era. He did a bunch of the, uh, Driz to Orden covers. Um, he, uh, did a bunch of, for, for me specifically, he did most of the, uh, Malazan Book of the Fallen covers, uh, my favorite fantasy series of all time. 
uh, great cover. I love those old covers. The new covers suck. Uh, I want only those old, shitty, beat-up paperbacks that I have several of, but have not fully collected. Um, he's also a um, big artist for... I don't know if he still works for... I think he still think works he for Wizards of the Coast. He did yeah, He did a lot of 4th um, edition art, I think, for D&D. Um, and also is... Um, it, his art is all over like Magic the Gathering. I think uh-huh. he did some. He third does a lot of angels and Phyrexian. Too. Yeah, um, prominent cards like Angel of Despair, um, Light Herder, uh, Cruel Ultimatum, Crypt Angel, um, Delrake. I think is how you pronounce <laughs> that. Looks sick as shit. Um, but yeah, uh, he also for um, like more recently, he is the author of the um, memoirs of Lady Trent uh, books by Mary Brennan. Uh, Fan fucking tastic covers. Lots of very if you like cool art of dragons. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna post one of these. The um, a voyage of the basilisk cover is sick as hell. Look at this. Yeah, cool, Look at this fucking cool dragon. Angels, cool fucked up. Uh, Phyrexian yeah. slash like ooze. I don't know how. How do you describe a Phyrexian creature? <laughs> Fucking weird cosmic horror ooze yeah. metal shit. It it rocks and dragons. That's like his his forte. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. I would highly recommend looking at some of his stuff. Yeah. So oh, he also did um some of the, the uh. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> he did some of the foreigner illustrations for the for CG Cherry's book. Sorry, I'm a. This is my. We're in Wyatt's realm now. The the <laughs> science fiction and fantasy book nerd. Yeah, I just have class in an hour, so I can't be here for. Fair hours, enough. Fair enough. Fair I'm enough. Glad you're enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited to see. It's a very cool piece of art, and I was delighted really cool. when I was like, oh, I know this guy. I love this guy. Yeah, he was very excited in the chat. Uh, he was. Yeah, but moving on. Um, Dean does a weird, like, I don't know, Mexican joke. I have yeah. no idea what it is. I don't like it. I don't know what this bit means, yeah. but I don't trust like that. Oh. Yeah. He says, like, some senoritas, some cervejas, and then he says, like, what's donkey show in Spanish? I have no idea I, what all yeah, of that means. I don't means, understand but... any, I mean, I know what the word senorita means, but I don't know what he's talking about, and I don't want to. Let's see. A cerveja wait, is, wait, oh, is a cerveja is a beer. Wait, was it, cer- I thought it was cerveza. Cerve- it's with a Z. Yeah. I thought he said it like cerveja. Yeah, it's a, it's a I, beer. I don't know. I should be clear. I took French in high school. I don't know how to pronounce Spanish okay. words, so I'm oh, very sorry. But yeah, it means beer. beer. So he says, girls, beer, and then, what the fuck is a donkey show? You don't want to look up a donkey show. Don't look it up. Don't worry about it. Let's just move on. Okay. Yeah. Ah! (laughs) Let's just move on. Okay. Okay. Don't Google that, guys. Don't Google it. I've done it so that you all don't have to. Let's just keep going. Yep. What the fuck, Dean? Gross. I hate, I hate that bit even more now. Eric Kripke, everybody. This is the kind of thing that Eric Kripke makes Dean Winchester say. Mm-hmm. On a very different note, his eyes are very green in this scene. It's nice lighting. He's very pretty. Mm. Dean Winchester He's at his pretty prettiest guys. to die. He's like, I, uh, I, you can't die if you ain't cute. It's true. So true. I love this weird fucking magic gadget Bobby has. This like orb on a tripod covered in like it's, alchemical yeah, imagery. It's fun. Bobby's it's also just... like, why didn't you do that in the first place? Like, did, was yeah. this hard to get? It's a device. I don't know. It's a device. It's literally it's just a, a gadget that's like, like oh, pendulum. we need to go here. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby is. I think it's meant to be a, like a special pendulum. Yeah. 
pendulum again, and orb that Bondi that Bobby is pondering. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dean uses present tense for Bella here, which is surprising because we know that he knows that she's dead. Um, he mm. says, you know, we're going off Bella's intel. When that bitch breathes, the air comes out crooked. So first of all, he calls her a bitch yeah. one last time, even though she's literally dead, yeah. Dean. Uh, and yeah. present tense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that more disrespectful? I feel like it is. <sighs> I don't even I don't know. know. Um, on a different note, I want to shout out Bobby's sweatshirt. Yeah. I don't remember it, but I believe you. I love him. I love when old it's just It's just a sweatshirt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. He's got the sleeves a little bit rolled up. He just looks like a grandpa. Yeah. Uh, and then, then Dean calls Ruby the Miss Universe of Lying Skanks. So we get two for two in Dean and women. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Eric Kripke. I'm going to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, they argue... Dean, Dean does the, you know, we're not going to make the same mistakes all over again, which he explains later. And then Sam is like, well, what if I did anyway? <laughs> and summons Ruby. And she goes, you How know, phones work too, which anyway. is very funny. Yeah. I love when Ruby, like, totally kicks his ass. Yeah. She just, like, he punches her and she just goes fucking ape shit on him. It's so good. <laughs> Get his ass, Ruby. It's making yeah, up for all the it's... times he called her a bitch and other misogynistic things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, Ruby says something about Sam and Dean's pretty, pretty faces. And... Yeah. So true, Bessie. Which feels like the same kind of, like, feminization as degradation, as, like, the kind mm-hmm. of things that Meg would say. But on the other hand, like, yeah, she's right. They're pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are pretty men. Like, she's saying it to be rude. But, she's but right. also, she's in the middle of yeah. She's she's right, and she's also delivering a very violent threat. Yeah, there. It's funny. It's there's um, the, I I can I I feel like Sarah Gamble particularly is one of the most recognizable like writers as far as like what she is interested in uh like talking about. But it does feel like there is an overall style that the show more or less adheres to. And then mm-hmm. it's always really obvious when it's a Kripke episode. There's like yeah. there's there's like Kripkeisms that cannot be like erased by the overall like writer's room um blend, I guess. Like the fucking when when she says you want to charge in with one little pig sticker, it's a waste of a true blue window, like getting Hitler with that exploding briefcase. Forget it. What the fuck is that line? Like <laughs> it's so it's weird. Insane. Why is she referencing the 20th like the 20 20th of July plot? Like what a weird reference to I It's so niche. It it comes out of nowhere. That's so weird. Also, it's like I wonder if he's like this on the boys. I don't. Oh God, probably. Probably. I don't know very much about that whole thing. I don't know if he's a. I don't know if he's a writer on the boys. Oh maybe. It, like he um, might just be the director, but. But Alex was like, yeah, Hitler was the only one who survived that, which kind of tells me that it wasn't like charging in with a little knife, bringing a knife to yeah. a gunfight. It was just <sighs> sheer dumb luck, like trying yeah. to kill Rasputin. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just a. We- it's not even like a a good analogy. Seems like Eric Kripke on The Boys is has done the same thing as he does in Supernatural, where he writes the first and last episodes. 
Um, mm. I, I guess he wrote the first two episodes of season one and then the first episode of season two, but did not write the last episode of season two. I'm afraid to watch the boys. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like mostly my because my brother and dad really like it, but yeah. also because I'm pretty sure Jensen Ackles pisses himself in it. Yeah. I also know. I also that know knowledge. that Mitch fucking hates the boys, and I tend to trust his opinions on comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I that know too. that specific people in my family like the boys, and I don't trust their judgment at all. We've we've talked about this so, before. So <laughs> whenever true. the boys yeah. come up, anyway, which it does um, often. So Ruby goes weird dialogue, um, but then she says, "Sam, you've got some God-given talent. Well, not God-given, but you get the gist." Which is, uh-huh. you know, it's pretty cutesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his psychic stuff is still here, I guess, even though Kripke hates it. Like here it's it is at, not when it's gone, useful. Just dormant. Um, yeah. He's like, Which, all right, we sure, can, we can make guess. use of this. Sam is still a blood freak, even if he doesn't have visions anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's insane. It's just weird. Um, Everything about this shit is weird. But the point is, and he then... can still use his demon powers if he tries or whatever. But we don't see it There's... yet. Except that he's somehow immune to Lilith, so presumably that's related. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just the MacGuffin powers now. He doesn't have a specific set of powers. Gone are just the premonitions. Like, now this just makes him immune to Lilith now, I guess. Also, there's another wild Kripkeism here. Dean, Dean calls Ruby their slutty little Yoda. Which is Again, such a fucking weird line! A wild line! No human being would Yoda ever say way. this. It's, it's a it's nightmare. It's so weird. Also, hold on. I, okay. First of all, it's a weird thing to it's say. It's a fucking bizarre thing to say. Second of all, Ruby's not even smart. I know. It doesn't, make any, sense. It doesn't make any sense. She doesn't even like wear revealing clothing, which like obviously doesn't, also yeah. doesn't have a correlation with slutty. sluttiness. She's not slutty. She doesn't act like a skank, and yet all he does anyway, but, is like call her pejorative terms for sex workers. Uh-huh. It doesn't make any sense. He's literally like, oh, a woman who is pretty, I have to make jokes about how she has sex all the time, which is a uh-huh. bad thing. Like, what? It's... it's a, it's bad. It's crazy. I hate this. It does, yeah. Which I mean, like in the in the late two thousands, you know, early in the in the aughts, like calling any woman you don't like a bitch, a skank, a whore, like yeah. all of that was pretty much common. Yeah. It was you didn't even you could be a virgin and be a skank. It just had to be someone didn't like you. It's still it's st- like but looking back on it, when like the when I guess like we as people, especially as leftists, have like moved on from, like, the sex negativity thing, anti-sex work thing. It just doesn't make any sense, like, logically speaking. Which I guess pejoratives never do, but... Yeah. It's still weird. Uh, and then immediately... Well, actually, right before Slutty Little Yoda, Ruby says, Call me a bitch, hate me all you want, but I have never lied to you. <laughs> she Don't call her a bitch, actually. Um, a yeah. little bit before that, uh, we jumped over this. Sam's like, you just decided to tell me this now? about like how he's so powerful and she goes um demon manipulative is kind of in the job description which is so fucking lazy i hate it yeah ruby is a very inconsistent character yeah Yeah. she is basically the the demon in the machine she is there for like plot and conflict and pretty much nothing else i don't know if this is true but i get the vibe that ruby is has like schrodinger's motivation like i'm not sure if they have decided what ruby actually wants like i i don't know if she has an underlying like psychology um that's not the word i'm looking for um a thing my one of my writing teachers talked to us about is it's very important for characters to have a praxis to have a 
to basically have a philosophy and enact it upon the world, like to have clear character motivations. And like, you don't need to even have them express that at any point, but it helps for character consistency for at least you to know what it is they mm -hmm. believe and what it is they want. Mm -hmm. And that can sort of be reverse engineered by looking at their actions, which is their praxis. And I don't know if Ruby has that. <laughs> yeah, it feels oh, like... Okay. It feels like Ruby doesn't necessarily want anything for herself. It's more like the the writers need, you know, somebody to be a character who is like the role of demon who is in the role of ally. Yeah. Like, what if they had a demon who was helping them? And that's like, it. there's no like, well, why would a demon be helping them? What does the demon want? It's just like, sometimes Ruby helps them and sometimes she's a bitch. Yeah. yeah. That being said, I would, I would, I do like the line that Ruby says right here about you don't like being different. You hate the way Dean looks at you sometimes, like you're some kind of sideshow freak. Really tapping into like the early seasons Sam worries. Yes. Mm -hmm. Judging, ju I, I don't know, but I'm totally, I can totally see them like not actually knowing what Ruby's end game is, and I think a lot of it can probably be attributed to the writer strike. Mm, um, yeah, that's fair. Because, like, we don't actually find out what she was going for all this time until the end of season four. Um, but even then, like... Yeah, it's really hard to see how they would totally have wrapped up thing. her plotline without the season four <laughs> introduction of things. Yeah, exactly. It's... Yeah. I would, I would really love to know what, like, the whole arc of writing Ruby was and, like what they actually intended her I want to hear Katie her. Cassidy's thoughts on Ruby's motivation. So true. Um, Dean says something about over my dead body, and Ruby's like, well, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Dean also says something about Antichrist Superstar, which is very funny. That is... I love that. It's really good. Sometimes, sometimes Kripke's weird lines can hit. That is funny. That, is <laughs> that fun. line was funny. <laughs> when Ruby oh. gets mad, she says, you dumb, spineless dick. Yes. So true. Oh, yeah, there's also, we're since we're back on, like, Sam Freak, like, Psychic Freak uh, space now, that we get a Carrie reference here. Give her the Carrie stare. Oh, let's see. What? Um, oh. This, this is where um, Dean traps Ruby in the Devil's Trap. He's yeah. so smart. They keep getting people with this. Because they always put it on the ceiling. And yep. as Ranger's Apprentice taught everyone, people don't look up. Oh my god. Emma. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that that line also lived in your head. I feel such a kinship with you right now. I literally <laughs> read this book, reread this book yesterday. Like I love those books. Oh no, two days ago, but still, yeah. It, they're, they're so... I was gonna say People good. I don't know if good up. is the right word. <laughs> They're fun. They're fun. They're definitely fun. They're kids' books, you know. Like it's it's it is. Rereading it, but... it was an experience because it's like oh, yeah, so people are just weird about gender all the time. Yeah. There's a line in there. This is completely unrelated to supernatural, although it does have supernatural <laughs> vibes in that it's very gender essentialist and masculine in stupid mm. ways. Um, there's a line where like a character's wife had been dead for a few years, and so now his rooms are like distinctly masculine with no decoration and it's like ah yes the two genders <laughs> decorator and spartan what the fuck are you talking about uh, -huh. uh choosing to believe that i don't remember which character it is now 
um, whichever character that was has no bed frame. That's what that means. <laughs> so true. Anyway, uh, Ruby's trapped in the Devil's Trap is very mad. And she's like, I wish yeah. I could smell the flesh sizzle off your bones. I wish I could be there to hear you scream. I love when she's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a demon. And then Dean says, oh, we don't always get what we her. want. <laughs> yep. Some people never get what they want. I hate the show. <sighs> Sometimes the one thing they want is Shut the one up! thing they can't have. <laughs> Okay. Why would you do this to me so, on their anniversary? On their anniversary. So anyway. Dean um is projecting a little bit here, but also it's when it, isn't he? he? Yeah, he says, "Don't you see a pattern here? Dad's deal, my deal. Now this. I mean, every time one of us is is up the creek, the other's begging to sell their soul. That's all this is, man. Ruby's just jerking your chain down the road. You know what it's paid with, and you know where it's going. Yeah, I do like that last line. That's you know, I like yeah. when things are implied. Give me a connect the dots of dialogue. Yeah. Um, and then Dean calls Sammy his weak spot and and says, I'm yours. And yeah. it's like they're using the I fact like that, that we Dean love is each narrative aware us, here. Sad. He's like he's picked up on their pattern. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We stop being martyrs, man. Going after Lilith, going he wants to go down swinging. Mm -hmm. And then Sam says, I think you totally should have been jamming Eye of the Tiger right there. Yeah, step on his And he rehearsed the speech. He rehearsed, he rehearsed the speech. <laughs> He literally so has good. to be so. Uh, he is a performance. I love him. He is a performance. He rehearsed that speech. For somebody who hates like goodbye, you know, deathbed speeches, uh -huh. he sure uh, rehearsed one. Yep. He literally so he like, like he like stood cool in the mirror and he character. practiced saying, "We go after Lilith our way, the way Dad taught us to." Literally. Yep. Oh. Uh, then we get the scared old man. I like his little, the, the, his like handing the neighbor a note, and also Lilith later is like, "Grandpa, why did you hand him that note?" Mm hmm. She killed their cat. Yeah. She's covered in cat blood. Yeah, and then she, the the dad suggests that she changes because she's in like this white dress yeah. and there's this huge blood splotch all down her front. Shout out to this child yeah. actor, by she the way. She does a great and... job. I looked to see like if she was in other stuff, and not many. No, I was like. I I would have I would not have been surprised if she had like grown up to be in a bunch of stuff because she's very good as a kid. Uh -huh. and, but yeah, I don't know. Um, she's very good at the like suddenly very yeah. dark and then being like, <laughs> like cute she little goes, girl. Oh, you're um, so smart. I love you, Daddy. Just gives him a hug covered in blood. Uh huh. There's this great little squish. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and he's like, "Do you think you could let us go?" And mm. she's like, "Don't you want to be here? Don't you love me?" It's really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Scary little girl. Uh, there's a yes, like gatekeep girl boss. When um the grandpa goes back inside, uh there's a shot. Uh I'm just pulling it up here so I can reference it properly. Um okay. I hate the prime timestamps are the thumbnails are off. Yeah, there's a shot where the camera uh is like low to the ground as it watches him come in, and then as he walks in, it slowly rotates to follow him. Um, and then, uh, reveals a dead old woman on the ground covered in flies, like the camera right yeah. next to her face. It's good. It's really good. This is especially he scary because, like, once it's revealed that the whole neighborhood is filled with demons, because, like, yeah. there's no reason they couldn't be allowed to get rid of the body. It's not like the neighbors would care. 
Yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's like she's torturing them for the tactic. fun of it. Yep. Uh-huh. She it's really good. I I love Lilith as a villain. I think she's great. Oh, also shout out to the grandpa's sweater. This is a, this is yeah. an episode for old men's sweaters. <laughs> sweater episode. So true. Um, Sweater natural. The boys try to leave, but then their dad appears and is like, what are you guys doing? Bobby's. He says, do I Bob- look like Bobby? a digital prom date to you? Which is classic. Which again is another wild Kripke line, but I like that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that one I think had a specific like supernatural fandom post with it, um, mm-hmm. but not like a hijack, just um, like commentary on it went around. Because Sam's like, no, Bobby, Bobby, of course not. (laughs) Yeah. And Bobby says, family don't end with blood, boy. Which is, Mm. I like that. That's Uh, good. good. The line. Have it in all caps. Yeah. My handwriting gets really bad. (laughs) And then Bobby, like, calls Dean on having hallucinations. And Sam looks confused. Like, it didn't even occur to him. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. And Dean will be having problems. And Sam will be like, what do you mean How many hallucinations have you had? Yeah, Dean is masking. He is so, so good at it. Yeah. And Dean's like, how'd you know? And Bobby's like, because that's what happens. And because I'm smart. So true, Bobby. I love you. So true, bestie. And then we get this fucking incredible uh, sing-along to Dead yeah. or Alive by Bon Jovi. Yes. The bit where so like, Sam Dean starts, starts to, singing. Sam starts, hold on a second. <laughs> Sam starts to give like a goodbye speech. And Dean goes, no, 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 no. Uh, I don't get a goodbye speech. I do not want my last day on earth to be socially awkward. And starts playing the music. Uh-huh. Um, you can continue from here. Yeah, Dean starts singing and then turns to Sam and is like, come on! Uh, and then Sam, like, awkward, he's just like, oh yeah, and, like, starts singing and Dean keeps belting it out. And then they, like, start singing together and then Sam it's gets so super cute. into it and is like, want it! Yeah, it's really Dead good. Sam gets, like, more and more into it as Dean kind of stops yeah. being into it. It's really yeah. good. Sam is, like, completely, like, laughing and singing and, like, not noticing how Dean is just going, like, glassy-eyed. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. As you're going like mm-hmm. dead or alive, and Dean is like, ah, yeah, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. What um, <laughs> what song would you two go out to? I have not given. If this you thought. if you had to drive to your death. Hold on, let me bring up my Spotify <laughs> playlist. I have it. I have um, an answer loaded. It's uh, "Light Up the Night" by the Proto Men. That's valid. I feel like I would pull up my um, playlist called "Songs to Murder Walk To," which is. Like <laughs> there really we go. Good BPM, like strong beat. Prob- okay, to Turbo <clears throat> what's up by Four Non Blondes is definitely a possibility. Um, <laughs> hey, submit your answer, and we'll put together a podcast. Yeah, get enough. Answers. Toxic by Britney Spears, of course. Oh, I'm pretty sure that one's in my podcast. My my podcast, my playlist. Uh, don't come close by Yay Sayer. So this is so Ash style. would get killed before V managed to pick a song is what I'm. It's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I. <laughs> it's like the the gunfight's happening. We're like, come on, Ash! You're like, wait, wait, wait! I gotta pick the right song. Okay, okay I have like very three playlist, playlists specifically dedicated to characters. Okay, I have to make it right. <laughs> My playlist. This is how I cope. There's only six songs in it. It's just a 20 minute playlist because I don't usually do that much walking. Um, mm-hmm. that I need to do quickly, but it's got Wicked Ones from Dorothy, Dead Girl Walking Reprise from Heather's The Musical, uh, Run Boy Run by Woodkid, Applause by Lady mm. Gaga, Toxic Britney Spears, and How to Be a Heartbreaker, Marina and the Diamonds. So. Run, Bo- Run Boy Run is a very good song to die to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Thanks, Umbrella um, Academy. Yeah. 
Oh, that show's soundtrack is so good. So good. Shout out to that Istanbul, not Constantinople. So true. Genghis Khan by Mike Snell. Oh, that's a good one. I would die to that song. Curse Me Good by The Heavy. Um, Can we go to the cop Industry now? baby. <laughs> I, I, yes, let's go. I would the- also happily go out to Calling in the Air tonight, but you would have to sync up like the, the... It would have to be three minutes of preparation exactly so you could start shooting the moment the drums started. Actually, you know what? No, yeah, <laughs> Which would be hard to time. The, the like, what's it called? The like, the leak song, but with the gunshots added. The what? Is it not the leak song? I feel like wait, it is, but it might be just a different. Wait, one you mean uh, the what? The one I know with the gun sh- with the gunshots is Sweet Caroline. I know no. the one um, with the well, like, Madoka did it, did girls, did it, and then I also know MIA by Paper Airplanes. Oh, 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 um, leaks. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I feel like that. Oh wait, I have the perfect song I would die to. Uh. I'm gonna die to caramel dancing. Levin, Levin Polka. <laughs> You're gonna die to caramel oh, dancing because yep, you start dancing to caramel dancing and I shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> caramel oh, okay. dancing playing as I decompose in a bog. <sighs> Actually, I probably wouldn't decompose. I'd probably be mummified. Okay, so the bog cop. Mummy. Hello, we have a podcast here. <laughs> I have supernatural. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so Dean gets pulled over by a cop because they've got a busted taillight, which is a legitimate reason for, you know, yeah. law enforcement to be interested. And then Dean just fucking stabs him. Just it's annihilates so him. It's sick. A cab. A cab. Yeah. And besides the fact that Dean can apparently see his monster face, there is no sign for the audience that um, this yeah. is anything but a regular cop. So as far as the audience knows when it happens, like, Dean just randomly just gets out and stabs him in the stomach. Which is probably supposed to hit different than it did for me. I was just like, yeah, go off, King. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I, I mean, I was surprised that the show was going to let Dean kill a person just to get where they're going faster. Uh-huh. But um, I was like, yeah, Dean kills cops. Uh, and so then Bobby says, um, you're uh, you're piercing the veil, <laughs> Dean. You're glimpsing the B-side. Again, another weird line. This doesn't feel seem like something Bobby would say, but it's fine. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, and Dean goes, a little less new agey. And Bobby, Bobby paraphrases as you're almost hell's bitch, so you can see hell's other bitches. <laughs> this show is so stupid. So Sam's like, yeah, that could come in pretty handy. And Dean's like very sarcastic about it. He's like, yeah, this is great. I'm so glad that I'm good for something. This is a terrific plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. He's just like very flat. Uh-huh. He's like, he's going to die in less than <gasps> yeah. 30 hours. He's like, my good, good to know that my damned soul is good for something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so let me go back to... Hey, we're making the best of a bad situation here, Dean. <laughs> we go back to Lilith and the family. Um, and so Grandpa calls her Jelly Bean. It's really cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he's still using his affectionate nickname for her, even though she is murdering people. <laughs> like, he's... Uh-huh. he's yeah. Yeah, maybe he's trying to, like, appeal to He's trying to, to be normal, it's, yeah. Yeah, he's he's sticking to normalcy. Yeah. It's, it's a good note. And it's really cute. I like Jelly Bean as a nickname. As opposed to mm-hmm. what was so what cute. was the one we got in one one of the early seasons? It was like oh, monkey God. puss or something. Yeah, monkey. Yeah, puss. it was monkey puss. <laughs> yeah, very jelly bad. Bean anyway, yeah, he gets though. his neck snapped. Rip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah, like the way like when she reveals that like oh he done fucked up. Um, that like the way he looks at his uh, like 
children, I guess, his whichever one is his biological child and then his like child in law or whatever. Yeah. It's like these people who are very close to him and they don't know what to do. And he's like, help me. And they're like, I, we do like what? Yeah, I think they did please, know because Lilith snap. says, "Did you two know about this?" And looks, and they all like look from yeah, them, maybe like, they all look at each other, and then they each say no, and he looks like shocked, betrayed. Yeah, yeah. He, they they definitely knew, but right, like, you think what they good would it, it do together? for all three yeah, of them to die? You know, oof, yeah, oof. It's like, well, that's it for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she says, "You're just a mean old," and man. then, yeah. And then when when she snaps his neck, the the mother like gasps yeah. and she goes, "Nobody scream!" Scream yeah. makes it's really good. Very good. She's yeah. a scary little girl. It's great. She's also having so much fun. Like this demon is just enjoying being a scary little girl for the sake of being a scary yeah. little girl. Yeah. Uh huh. When Dean says, "What does a demon do for fun?" It's like this is it. This they play out <sighs> horror movie scenarios. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, I like that they figured out that the demons are are demons because like they're acting too like weirdly normal. It's like see that real go getter mailman on the clock at nine p.m. Uh, the <laughs> Mister Rogers over there, this guy just sitting smoking a pipe. Yeah, which which should be noted. This is the guy that the grandpa gave the note yeah. to. Yeah, which like the, yeah, that's how that's how she knew. That's how Lilith knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Sam says, "We ninja passed those guys." Uh huh. It's I so love weird. Him. He's such a little ding dong. <laughs> such a little ding dong. <laughs> yeah. I tried to find and see if this um this fairy tale was like a reference to something, but it's all all the things that I look up are like people referencing supernatural. Mm, fair. Um, this story is just for for the listeners. The story is um a princess is supposed to be sacrificed to a dragon yeah. because it is demanding the blood of children um, so it's just a very dark scary story in the way that fairy tales often are and uh, Lilith is very satisfied by the story of the dragon mm-hmm. yeah there's lots of um, towns called Selene places called Selene and it was like Princess Clea does not ring any bells so yeah I don't, I don't know it's probably just made up um, it's also it's also good that um, good in like a good horror way that um she's like read it again and the mom's like but i've read yeah. it 26 times it 26 which times. Yep, yeah yep that's what it's like <laughs> um and again like lilith as a demon has no reason to want to hear a bedtime story 27 times in a row she's just having fun torturing this woman yeah uh-huh and then she like cuddles up against her chest uh-huh. and like gets all cutesy yeah um, so then the, the three, I was going to say the boys, but Bobby's there too. So I, oh, actually Bobby's mm-hmm. doing his He's a boy. Thing. So the boys. He um, can be a boy. I know, but normally when I say the boys, I just mean the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. but anyway, the boys sneak around, um, killing the mailman and, and Mr. Yeah, Rogers and, and whatever. Mr. Rogers. Um, but Sam like wipes his knife on his sleeve, which his is sleeves, just gross. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Why would why, you do I don't that? know why he does yeah. that. That's never going to come out, Sammy. He's so and dumb. then Ruby slams him up against the chain link, <laughs> or slams Dean up against the chain link. Yeah, but they do a little combo. Like she, this is why they're working together. Like she gets him, but then Sam points the knife at her, and she backs off. And it's like, aha, they're working together. Mm-hmm. She goes, "I'd like my knife back, please." And uh-huh. then Sam comes up with, and he goes, "He doesn't have it." Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. 
Um, um, Dean the, calls her, call her an, one ugly broad. Scene. Sam says, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby says, hit me with your best shot, baby. Uh-huh. Yep. Dean coded to and take then all this the, the, as this, this, this revealed all the demon, like all the demons now. Their stupid fight made all the demons notice them. They're like, uh-oh. And then this is where Bobby does his cool holy water sprinkler. It's very smart. It's a really Very good smart idea. and cool of him. Bobby is the wizard of this party. It's so true. I was like, I like, I, I made a noise, and Alex was like, "What?" And I was like, "Bobby just blessed the the sprinkler system in the suburbs." Bobby, Bobby be pondering orbs. Bobby be coming up with cool magic plants. Literally, so true. <laughs> uh, then the dad refuses to go down to the basement without his wife, so Dean just fucking punches uh-huh. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just straight up knocks him out. It's like fair. Yeah. He doesn't also, have time to deal with people being yeah, idiots he's gonna die and not listening like, to him. It's like this guy's gonna hour. cause problems. Yeah. He's like, talk shit, get hit. And then yeah, I was wondering how the show was gonna deal with the fact that the villain was in the body of a little girl because it's it's Yeah, the boys discuss it. You know, generally on TV that... you don't show you don't show your protagonist killing small children. Yeah, the boys decided that they would um, because it's a question of saving everyone. They did have a conversation about the morality of killing a 10-year-old girl, but they decided to do it, except that, phew, Dean stopped him just in time. Uh, Sam does, like, this little, like, knife. Flip is not the right word. He, like, turns the knife around in his hand so that it's in a stabbing downward position instead, and it looks kind of silly. Alex would not shut up about how Sam was holding the knife like a gun and how Sam looked like an idiot for doing it. <sighs> Watching Supernatural with my boyfriend in the background is a very bad decision. <laughs> uh, then the mom keeps saying do know, it enjoy, while Sam like, tries to get himself to stab him. It's, to yeah, stab it's her, rough. It's, it's, and then, yeah, this mom and has then been through the turns out she wasn't in there. Yeah, uh, The shrieking that not Lilith does when like as she's yeah the she's little girl screaming because sam is standing over her with a knife um yeah yeah it's good it's good shrieking it's good yeah uh there's a line ruby says that at lilith's pay grade she ain't sweating the holy water which i feel like meg said something almost exactly the same thing um but i don't recall well um enough. meg can go into churches because of her pay grade right but holy water does hurt her. And I don't know, because that was Lilith at the time, so I don't know if Lilith, like, could actually move through holy water or if she was just lying to get the suspicion off of her. Yeah, no, what I was pl- calling attention to was, like, the phrasing, because it rang a bell. I was like, that sounds very familiar. Oh. Um, mm. Yeah. They talk about demons' pay grades a lot. Yeah. Libertarianism. <laughs> yeah. I got a boss like everybody. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, this family is going to have to go through, like, years and years of, like, group therapy. Like, if I, like, I, I don't know. Like, this is, like, is this, is this the point where maybe you just decide to part ways? Like, listen, here, kid, go find new parents. We're going to probably also not be a couple anymore. Just let's all just go away from each other. I don't know <laughs> Honestly, if we could come yeah. back from this experience. Yeah, it would be. They need really rough. hunter therapists for survivors too. Yeah, not just hunters. Yeah. Like how how would this family ever go to group therapy and be like, yeah, my daughter had like a phase where she murdered her grandfather, but don't ask us any questions. 
Also her cat. And also the babysitter. The babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could have been really interesting to meet a hunter therapist or like to have that be somebody's retirement plans or something. Just anything. I think there is a therapy plotline. Give me but Hunter. It's so late seasons that I don't know much about it. Mm. I don't even remember it. If I send you a name, will you know? Which isn't new for me. Probably. Maybe. If not, I could Google them and I'd probably recognize them. Oh, I don't really count that, but yes. <laughs> okay. I Again, I don't know anyway, enough little... about it to say anything. I just like have a vague in, uh, impression that there's a therapist at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, Lilith is gone, and by gone, I mean is in Ruby at this point. Um, I like that Dean isn't used enough to his powers to have realized there was a difference there between what Ruby did look like and now what she looks like to him with Lilith inside of her. Mm -hmm. um, I I'm don't very like the way he phrases what... that, though, because he says something no. like, you all look alike to me, which, uh... Yeah, it's mm -hmm. not good. It's got very racial connotations. It's mm, not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a bit earlier before he says that um, where Sam goes, I'm not going to let you go to hell, Dean. And Dean says, yes, you are. Which, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, there's literally is, nothing you can do where Dean it. says, keep fighting, which became like a catchphrase. Um, it's like the slogan for when J2 do like charity things or like... Um, suicide prevention type things. It's like a hashtag keep fighting uh, tagline. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, and then this line makes me crazy. He goes, keep fighting, take care of my wheels. So, of course, you know, the car is important. You yeah. Got to mention the car. And then, Sam, remember what dad taught you, okay? And Sam nods and he says, I remember what I taught you. Woo! Yeah. Dad still goes first, but he does have to say, and what I taught you separately yep yeah yep <sighs> and then and then this is this is a funny part because ruby who's actually lilith says i'm sorry dean i wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy which is funny because yeah. literally this episode ruby was wishing it on him she's like i wish i could be there <laughs> uh -huh. to see it um so this i feel like this is just lilith continuing to play like, she likes being an actress, you know? She's like, oh, man, I'm so mm -hmm. sorry, Dean. Uh-huh. Demons like to do this. Yeah. I ain't reading all that. Demons like anyway, to be Anyway, I'm happy for you. We're sorry that happened. <laughs> what? Where did yeah. Ruby go? So, Lola um, sent her away is what we find what out here. What does that mean? But we don't actually know. Um, how much can I spoil, Ash? Okay, if there's an answer, it's fine. It's just no. Fine. I don't know I have, if we get like I an have, answer. Like, Gabe's answer. theory that I want to talk about. We don't have like an actual oh, Gabe's, answer. Gabe's got a theory. Gabe has a theory, so I guess I'll spoil a little bit. Um, so spoilers for the next roughly minute or so. Hold on, can well, I um, say what I thought it was before yeah, go ahead. we? Yes. So what I figured is she's far away. More is a internal far away rather than an external far away. What I thought is like, oh, Lilith is so powerful that she can even possess other demons or possess bodies that demons oh, like have. So maybe Ruby was still in there, but was like pushed deep down and like was unable to like do anything or act the same way of what happens if a like demon possesses a person or a ghost possesses a person. 
So we don't get an actual answer to what Lilith did to Ruby, so you can continue to believe that if you want, because it's fun. Um, can, can I say my my yes. my uh, assumption? C- okay, hold on. Wyatt, what do you know about Ruby in the future? Um, I know that you implied that she betrays the boys at some point. Okay, so you know she comes back. Okay. I just assumed that Lilith sent her back to hell. Yeah, I think that's what we're supposed to believe, that like she got sent back to hell, but... I like Gabe's theory that I when know Ruby Gabe comes thinks, back, so. it's actually a different demon pretending to be Ruby because we never get to see that version of Ruby's true face. Um, there is no oh. canon uh, indication to disprove this, so go ahead. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, we do get Ruby back, so whatever happened to her is not permanent. Unless you subscribe to Gabe's theory. Yeah. Which is interesting and would probably explain a lot. Yeah, it makes more sense than canon does. We'll talk but about yeah. it more throughout fourth year, fourth season. Yeah, the four. point is, Ruby's not fourth in the year. scene anymore. It's all Lilith, and she does this weird thing about how like this body is all grown up and pretty. Uh, uh-huh. it's so weird. It's I... not good. It's weird. She's she's like still acting childish while she says that, like as if Lilith is a child who is now possessing a, an adult body. It's it's bad. It's, um, it is unfortunately very anime. This small girl is actually 2,000 years old. Yeah. Of like, no, is it, yeah, it's, very it's, because if she died when she was, if she died and went to hell when she was a little girl and then became a demon as a little girl, then she is eternally a little girl is option one. Option two is she is just a demon who likes to possess children, which also is weird and enjoys like acting like that but the vibe i think we're supposed to get is that she like has the psychology of a little girl which is why she enjoys this like playing pretend Um, like playing we do get some more with lore in season four um Mm -hmm. and i don't think the little girl lilith is viable but it's not okay that's good that i prefer that it is still very weird instead that she is an adult who likes to pretend to be a little girl. I think she enjoys being the scary little girl yeah. trope. Yeah. She just likes fucking with people in that way, which is probably the less Yes, worse that makes that Sam scene less gross than I guess is still weird. It's still also, really gross. Also, she still kisses him without his consent, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, it gets worse. Okay. Uh, Great. <laughs> um, man. I do like the the body language shift from Katie Cassidy here. Like once she mm-hmm. drops the uh-huh. axe, no, yeah, it's very. She's good doing like a very different physicality. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I always assumed that this was like the Lilith. I don't know anything about how Lilith functions in literally any theology. Um, um, except Lilith in went Satanism. to Lilith became a demon because she well she domed. She was on top. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Um, at this point, I'm going to step in. I'm pretty sure that Lilith is, like, specifically a Jewish demon, but again, same as Azazel, I don't know, like, enough to actually speak on it. I will poke our listeners towards Mensch of Letters because, again, I assume they talk about it more. Yeah, my, my, my knowledge is that she was the first wife of Adam who was, like, too domineering and controlling and was banished. Yeah, it was, was not obeying Adam was her sin. Interesting. Is she also a rib or? <laughs> um, it 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 depends. I want to know if Adam's because there's because the rib thing. There's a there's a lot of different versions of uh, Genesis. Okay, I mean, yeah, of course, fair enough. 
Um, yeah, created from the same time and from the same clay as Adam. Yeah, um, just just like for people who are not familiar with the Bible in its many forms, Lilith does not appear in like the text of the Torah itself. Um, she's like rabbinical commentary or something. Um, like there is no verse that mentions Lilith. Yeah, it's not is not in the like if you read Genesis either. itself, like you're not gonna find. And then Lilith was yeah. be- became a demon. Like that's not how it works. Yeah, it's like folklore surrounding the yeah, religion like rather the, than being. I was gonna say like the extra textual. But that sounds very yeah. silly as a word. I don't know. <laughs> um, in the way rabbinical commentary is, extra textual slash meta textual. Um. Uh. Anyway, we discussed the you all look alike to me, and then Lilith, yeah. uh, and then she, it, it's bad. She, and then she's like, "Your lips are soft," and like this little girl voice. I yeah. hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. It's so bad. Oh, it's, it's weird. Not, it's not good. Um, Dean she keeps calls him trying a silly to, like, goose. Yeah, Dean keeps trying to like engage Lilith in conversation. She goes, "I don't have to answer to Puppy Chow," <laughs> which is funny. And then he gets Puppy Chowed. Mm-hmm. He sure does. Yep. He gets shredded. He's got like blood spraying, like a like a fucking oh, dumb ways nasty. to die little spurt. You know how it does like that dot 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 in like a perfect arc. Uh-huh. His chest is doing that. It's pretty. It's pretty gory. Yeah, he's he's um, bloodied. Yeah, I would be really interested in like knowing how they, like, what all the special effects went into that, because um, like the invisible tearing, you know, the biting, um, stuff like that is it. It's actually really good, and it was good the first time we saw Hellhounds, um, in season two. I didn't see them. Um. Well, yes. Okay. Saw their effect on the world. <laughs> um. And it's blues. all done by an invisible force, which is, which is, I would assume, like, difficult to do with practical effects. Yeah, it was cool. I, I, would, I would assume it's practical effects uh, with CGI to top it up. But it's really interesting, and I would be, I would be interested to hear, like, how it was achieved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, then Lilith does her white light hand thing. That we've seen before and sam is just like no mm-hmm. <laughs> sam is like huddled holding his hands in front of his face like he was not expecting to be immune yeah. to this but then he's, he's like cowering what? um there's a really good eye effect where her like all white eyes go back to normal yeah they just roll back down into her face it's it's nasty and it's why i like lilith's eyes so much yeah um also Lilith gets fucking scared shitless of Sam yeah, in this moment. It's good. She goes, get back. Yeah. And then and Dean is dead. And then Sam cries on him. And he's him. dead. Rip to Dean Winchester. My last note yeah. for this season is all caps, man. And then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 frowny faces. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I went, ah, oh, yes, hell. Uh, written equivalent of a key <laughs> we smash. Talked about, we basically talked about this already. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's so scared. Yeah. He's, he's in scared hell. in hell. He thinks he's going to be in hell forever. I wonder. Now, we have the advantage. We have the advantage of knowing that he's not going to be in hell forever. Somehow. No, I but... know. I know that he spends his time in heaven driving around in his car. <laughs> God damn yeah. it. Um, but is, are we, uh, 
Is there active facts for this episode? Yeah, do we have any, like, season three wrap-up thoughts? We get, This is our last pod before our I week was, break. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. I'm waiting to talk about 4142. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the thing. That's, that, I mean, like I said at the top, it, this doesn't feel like an end. Yeah. It's the beginning. Oh, um, yeah. God, thank God for that's, the writer's strike, because it, it's so Literally, good. the Blorbo. They gave us blur right. And like we'll yeah, discuss I, this further as like the meta narrative framing device of the show continues. But like the fact that hold on, let me check if the siren is showing up my waveform. Yeah, they are. I can hear Damn them. it. Yeah. Um I can't. So we'll discuss this I'm further sorry, as so. like the meta narrative framing device of the show continues. But the fact that Castiel was literally not supposed to be in the story is so good. Um it's really good. Yeah, it's it's with that all in mind, like this is an unsurprising end to things, I guess, which I think maybe leads towards the fact that it feels less like a finale. It's like, yeah, Dean's in hell. I, like, what's going to happen next, I guess, is like the the interesting thing. Yeah, watching this in a post-2008 mm-hmm. world is probably, I have to assume, is like a very different experience than watching it live must have been. Because you yeah. don't think that yeah. Dean I is I bet this must have been wild live, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. They spent all season all right, trying to do... save him, and then they didn't save him. The whole season was like, Dean, it's fine. We're going to figure out a way. And then he just dies. He gets killed and yeah. dies and goes to hell. It it, it mm-hmm. actually, I guess, just it, it reminds me a lot of the ending of season one, actually. The show does like to end on a big old cliffhanger. That's like, mm-hmm. how are they going to solve this? Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to get renewed. <laughs> I guess yeah. yeah. Um season did Dean resurrect Sam at the end of season 2 or at the start of season 3? That was that was double? um 221 already I think was his deal. Right, right, yeah. So yeah, season season 2 didn't end on a cliffhanger like that, but Oh, actually I think Sam died and, 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 and then Dean revives right, him. Right, in 22. right, right, right. Dean Yeah, yeah, cuz you yes. And then the demons break out. I guess the demons breaking out is a is a cliffhanger. Is like a uh oh bad thing. Yeah, it's not a personal stake. It's just the stakes are high. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I f- I see I see it less as a cliffhanger and more of a like planting the seed yes. of the next season. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a cliffhanger and like it's you cannot relax. This is not relaxed time. Bad stuff is happening. Escalations, yeah. etc. Um, and now Dean is in okay. Hell. Let's get this shit finished. He's in heck. Action facts. <laughs> Uh, this old man who dies. Uh, hey, Ash, do you remember um, Jedi Crash and Defenders of Peace? Remember the old lemur grandpa? Yeah. That's him. <laughs> That's this guy. Girl, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, someone, someone call up Austin Walker right now. <laughs> I don't think Austin would give a shit. Um, I need I need them to do a supernatural. Oh my podcast. god, they I would never. It, like, they would never. I need I know, them to do a Legend good. of the Galactic Heroes podcast. Anyway. <laughs> Go listen anyway. to a more civilized age. It's good. Um, yep. He is probably most famous for being Scott Conrad on the um, 1970s soap opera The Doctors, um, and is also was was in a bunch of episodes Saturday Night Saturday Night Live. Most famously, though, for people nowadays, is he's uh, he was Woodhouse on Archer. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, he is dead. He died in 2015. Next up, oh, oh right, no, 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 no. He is also I forgot. He's also Tolfdeer in Skyrim. He's the uh, the old wizard at the College of Winterhold. <laughs> um, yeah, that's him. 
Uh, I love Act of Facts because uh, wives will just say things and I'm like, wow, I guess that's a thing. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then, like I said, there's Jonathan Potts who plays the dad uh, who uh, I guess doesn't die, but is like, not, with it, not without my wife, uh, who, like I said, plays Link in the Legend of Zelda TV show. Um and is is in a bunch of like animated shows is in the busy world of richard scary uh plays oh. uh Raul in uh beyblade <laughs> um and i don't know if he's in much beyond that nope uh and then anna galvin who is the uh mom in that whole scene um is avery and van helsing uh is um Mrs. Armstrong in some episodes of Stargate Universe is in a bunch of episodes of Smallville as a character named uh, Gina. Um, yeah, more just like all sorts of TV show stuff. Um, and finally, uh, Brad uh, Laurie, who plays that cop, uh, is a stunt actor who is in like a billion things, was in Watchmen, Tron Legacy, uh, Shanghai Noon, uh, X, X2, X-Men United, uh, loads of stunts going back to the 80s. So shoutouts again to stunt actors. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's that's season three, everybody. We're done. That's Next three. episode we is, I assume, by, Castiel. By season, not by episode. We have now done 20% of the show. Wow. By Hell episode, yeah. we're probably closer to like um, the first. The first two episodes of season four are 4-1, Lazarus Rising. Woo! Ye fucking ha! I don't. I don't want to say anything about it because I <laughs> yeah. want Wyatt to be pure when he goes into it. So much fucking happens in that episode. I had to check to see how long it was because I was like, so much fucking happens in this episode. I thought it was like at least like two episodes, um, if not a season long arc. Because I don't. <laughs> I don't have any memory. It's only forty two minutes, you guys. Next episode is probably going to be a long one, everybody. Yeah, um, and then episode two is called "Are You There, God? It's Me, Dean Winchester." Great title. Which is uh, that's I think that's a pretty good like monster. I of the week feel episode. like for our season four like sneak peek like this, we're just gonna be like, oh, such an episode every single time. <laughs> like we can't it's even so, say anything yeah. yet. We have to get excited. We have to get I'm everybody excited. excited. Yes. I'm um, excited. I want. I want to go watch Lazarus <laughs> Rising after I do my homework. However, <laughs> audience. So many times. You're going to have to at least uh, batten down your excitement a little bit because there will be no episode next week. We will be taking our usual um, post-season uh, weekly mm-hmm. break or whatever. Not weekly break. You know what I mean. We're taking a break. No episode next week. <laughs> yep. Listen to, to A More Civilized Age instead. Watch Lazarus yep. Rising for yourself. Yeah. Because you should. So true. Literally. You should find the four minute clips from our show and watch that if you're not going to watch the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. <laughs> and for the end of this uh, episode, we are in hell. <laughs> we're we're going to be screaming in hell until you all come save us by giving us five star reviews. Absolutely. Music used on Word of Godcast 
Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share-alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.